it's like it's like some of the ghetto gospel yeah. shit. This shit right here, so I like some gospel I lost my daddy the same week that they lost Nipsey Ain't got no love left in my heart, my shit be empty I'm ready to fire on all my ops, let a nigga tempt me And the day I die, Billy Johnny going out in history What up, what up, what up, so it's your boy Johnny Dubs in the building Pass the Pie Podcast, episode 504 I'm here in the building with 89 What up? It's your boy Combs, I'm in the building C O M B E S Combs. It's your boy Slime coming to you right from Summer House, bro. <laughs> yeah, we out here. Eighty nine is here. Combs, well, Coles and uh, E Money took uh, took the day off, but uh, we gonna hold it down. Got a lot of sports, a lot of topics to get to. Uh, football wise, we got our pick six, and we got a few uh, topics to touch on uh, from some happenings this week uh, from the NFL Week Four and. You know, we got some basketball here, man. We the slime is in the building, so you know, yeah. with, with slime comes basketball. <laughs> so you know, we got a lot of topics. Uh, the NBA media day was just this past Friday, so uh, we're gonna touch on some things, some uh, points, some takeaways from that. And you know, some people out here are getting a little uh, foreshadowy with their listings of um, players, and you know, all these preemptive listings and rankings. So we're gonna talk about a couple. Uh, one of them, namely, being the Bleacher Report top fifty of all time. And uh, one that I saw watching first take where ESPN ranked the uh, top 10 uh, players uh, in the league right now. And number and, three is questionable at best. Yeah, so I'll... I'll questionable. <laughs> so we'll certainly... Questionable. Talk about that list. And at least we'll uh, talk about the top of the list. But uh, we can start with football and we can start with Combs. Uh, the NFL pick six. Got a few games that we're going to touch on, a few battles, a few divisional matchups. Uh, so Combs, we're going to start off with your favorite. The Patriots versus the Bills. Solid uh, solid Bills defense, 3-0, facing the Patriots, who are also 3-0. So um, who is coming out faring in this AFC East matchup, sir? I got the New England Patriots. Oh, I thought he was, I thought he was about to do it. <laughs> I thought he was about to do it. Um, the Pats, I think, are on a crash course with the Chiefs to end up in the AFC Championship game. I think Buffalo... Is a nice young team right now. Uh, Josh Allen looks good, but Tom Brady and that New England offense and defense, which is amazing right now. I've been getting a touchdown since the last season in New England defense. Mm-hmm. So uh, since since the, since the playoff game versus the Chiefs, they haven't given up a touchdown at all. So um, I'm going Patriots, 27-20 uh, Patriots. Oh, this is a close one. Oh, so, it's going to be a close one. Buffalo's defense is really good. They got some heavy hitters over there. Jadarius White, solid lockdown cornerback. My um, question is, do you think the offense is going to be able to put up enough points to keep pace with the Patriots? Because that's my concern. You said 27 to 20? Yeah. That's pretty close. It's not. I won't say it's a – it's more Buffalo kind of, keep, kind of catch up, I think. Okay. The Patriots will be up 27, probably like 27-10, 27-14 maybe, 27-12, run out area. But uh, I think Buffalo might get a late touchdown to make it a little more respectable than what it is. Okay. I think the Patriots should dominate this game. They should win this game. I'm not going to say easily, but the Patriots' defense and Belichick, they're known to feast on young quarterbacks. So that's what Josh, I think Buffalo, uh, I think they're a little bit of trouble on offense, I think, without Devin Singletary. Um, I mean, they got Frankie G back there, man. The ageless yeah. wonder. He looked at it last week. By the way, versus New England, they shut down old Frankie G. 
and John Brown and Cole Beasley. You know? <laughs> I, I gotta say their names like that. With such disgust, like they're not three and Like that's some respect. They're luckily, three and zero. Well, it'd be the Giants. I will give them that. I mean, they had to. And I mean, speaking of the Giants, let's go to the next matchup. <clears throat> we got the Redskins versus the Giants. Uh, heading in to MetLife Sunday morning. I'm Who you got in that the, one? I'm going with the Deadskins. <laughs> Damn. Uh, 31-17 Washington. Mm. Giants defense is terrible. Washington actually able to score points. They actually, they Which is very surprising. I was looking at Case Keenum's numbers, and they, they, they up there. And honestly, if, they, if Case Keenum was a little bit better, they wouldn't have filled out the game. True. Um, they, they weren't going to beat the Bears, but of course. They, they were not going to yeah. beat the Bears. But I know they, they definitely wouldn't have filled out the game with a better quarterback or a better talent and offense in general if they win that game. Um, week two, they played against uh, the Cowboys. That was a tough one. And then uh, week three, they played against the Bears. So that being said, they played three tough teams, three tough opponents in general. Um, I think this week in MetLife Stadium, Washington gets back on the good foot. They feast on Daniel Jones. You think uh, so? Yeah, yeah. As, as, as good as in, as impressive as he looked last week, you think I, they're gonna just feast on him? I think that uh, Danny Dimes. Say, say his I don't name right. Say his by the way, called people off guard, or certain things he did in the field called people off guard. But they call people off guard. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, do you anyone, think that's the case with a lot of these first time quarterbacks, like like Kyle Allen when he came in for for Cam Newton? Is, is he just a surprise? Because he also looked very good last week. You're not. Ex- you're surprised by how good they do things. Certain like Kyle Allen, he threw the ball very well. Kyle Allen, I don't think anyone in Arizona knew that he would stretch the field. The DJ Moore's, Curtis Samuel's, and be able to stretch the field so well. Same thing with Daniel Jones. Like when he's running the read option, I just assume everyone probably just assumed that he'll hand the ball to Saquon, hand the ball to Wayne Gallman, and right now not really be a run threat. Sneaky athleticism, you guys. Is it because like how the same thing is when someone new comes up in baseball, like you don't have any. Any real professional? Yeah, there's, there's no mm-hmm. reports, there's yeah. no film, there's mm-hmm. nothing to go off of. Like yep. you're literally adjusting on the fly to somebody you've never seen. Exactly. So now this week you'll see Washington because they they saw they had a game of film. On they it. saw it already. You know what's happening? All right, you see Daniel Jones is a he's not mobile, but he can move, and you want to keep him in the pocket, force pressure on the receivers who aren't that that good. Um, Shepard Ingram, all right. I think Washington, like it's a thirty-one seventeen um, AP. Old school AP, I think, has a good game this week versus the old terrible Giants defense. I hope so. I need it fantasy-wise. Old school AP, I think. That's for another show. All right, let's go to the AFC North. We got the Browns versus the Ravens. Young Baker versus Young Lamar. Talk to me. I picked Baltimore to win the division, and I'm sticking with them. They look – Baltimore looked good last week versus Kansas City. Um, I think the Chiefs are just a uh, yeah. The Chiefs are the Chiefs like, right that, now. The Chiefs are. I'm not even going to put that on Baltimore. offense. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say one thing: in a rematch in the playoffs, I think it would be a much closer game, much better game. Because the second half was very close between the Ravens and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs actually hit a lot of besides the Hardman big touchdown, um, Robinson, the, the Robinson one handed catch touchdown. Mm-hmm. Those were two big plays that the Chiefs. It could have been better defense on the Ravens. It could have been field goals or not a touchdown at all. So, I think the Ravens did a better job in the second half running the ball. Mark Ingram, Lamar Jackson was amazing. Um, I got the Ravens easily, I think, over the Browns, who are struggling with injuries right now. A weak O-line. Now Cat's going to put it on weak um, injuries and a weak O-line. Mm. Well, they don't have one starter on the defense. Just so you know, I, I, I'm sounding like that slime because before, when we, you're not here when we record two Coast Fantasy Show. 
When we would be recording to Ghost Fantasy Show, these cats, you would think they were Browns fans the way they be rooting for Baker Mayfield. And be telling me that the Browns is going to run through the division and they're about to be the Super Bowl champions and Baker and, and Odell Beckham is proven is a proven leader and all these all these epithets and all these all these all this nonsense that comes along with the Browns. And what are they one and two? Struggling? Yeah, it's a new team. Oh, and now it's a, and now it's a new, now it's a new team. Now you see, oh, but for the first on paper, they were they were the paper champs, the Super Bowl champions. I looked at the paper and told me they were Super Bowl champions. Now we watching it, and now they a new oh, team. We both we all pick Baltimore to win the division now. No, don't say you know we all know. Go I back, Baltimore. go. You pick Baltimore. Yeah, go back to the tape. There was a couple times you did it. You know why? I mean? It was probably just your hate towards the Steelers. That's nah, what, I said everyone. They're gonna be better than Steelers. Everyone's better than Steelers. Stop it. Everyone's better than Steelers. Last place. In the first episode of the season, I remember there was a lot of Browns loves. I, I still love. Them. I do believe the Browns. I think will make the playoffs. So, I think I still believe a big fan of Baker Mayfield. I'm. Um, Let's go back to the tape. He's not trusting what he's seeing right now, but I think Baker cleans all that up. Uh, Simply because they have an up. easier second half of the season. Like the exactly. schedule is like fluff after like weeks. They still got to play eight. the Bengals twice. Um, they play my Jets. Oh, they beat Jets already. They got to play Miami. They got to play Buffalo. There's winnable games on their schedule. Um, they got to play Pittsburgh twice. So. Um, <laughs> easy win, easy win. <laughs> Allegedly, we'll see. We got it. We got a little defense now, so hopefully, yeah, you, yeah, you got a little something on defense. But uh, you're right; it hasn't looked good as we thought it would with Nick Chubb and Beckham and Landry. But I think that um, the Kinks are working out a little bit. They played some tough opponents besides my Jets. They played uh, Tennessee's solid defense. Um, the your, Rams. Your Jets aren't tough opponents. Not that Monday night now. Not that Monday night. Now we're going. Not we're not we're going to backups. You see how no his energy is very different in week four. When we were fully healthy, yes, we were winning the AFC. Not not the AFC. We were winning the division. I, I mean, I, the, I think I got the footage of it. Just don't don't forget one of the names of the episodes is "This Ain't Your Daddy's Jets." Yes. That was the name of the episode. Like, like, so this wasn't your daddy's. Then everyone got hurt. <laughs> So this Injuries. is your daddy's Jets, is what you're saying. Injuries. They're, so this nah. is your daddy's Jets. You usually see the Jets. <laughs> Can I get a yes or no? No. Is it your daddy's Jets? No, but injuries, these were all like... Is it your daddy's Jets or is it not No, but usually your daddy's Jets is like butt fumbles and like on-field nonsense. Not injuries. Mark Sanchez doing dumb shit or... or. He's not winning games? Yeah, he's not winning games. Now we're actually legit... You can't call Sam getting mono. That's not... That's not Jet. That's definitely Jets. Jets. That's definitely some Jets nonsense. That's, just, that's just the first time I heard anyone get mono before. Not in not, football. In sports. For someone adult, yes. I don't know nobody got mono in general. How got mono in high school? I missed me with that one. I was in his homeroom. I don't know. <laughs> so it's so, a so white boy high school. High school. Oh, but then even Avery Williamson getting hurt before camp. Or getting hurt during camp, excuse me, uh, preseason game one. CJ Mosley was the best player on defense uh, week one, and he got hurt. Forget about the Jets were fine. Yeah, until yeah. injuries happen. They just as fine as your Browns. Man. We see Buffalo three and zero. We see Buffalo. Buffalo was three and zero right now. Don't tell me Jets can't be three and zero. Oh, he's two and one. I don't want to hear that. Just should have won week one. All right, let's turn over to the Sam next game. Sam and Mono, <laughs> and he's still up seventeen nothing. Yeah, and then I guess the Mono kicked in, and he could <laughs> could no longer move the ball forward. Oh, no, then um, CJ Mosley got hurt. Okay. Next game, Combs, Kansas City going into Detroit. Talk to me about that Ford Field. Patty Mahomes versus Matt Stafford. Uh, Kansas City once again. Um, four and zero. Bucket. Yeah, <laughs> Pat Mahomes is killing it right now. He is back to back MVPs. 
He is easily one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen already. Already. Hmm. Um, That's a statement. If, I don't think it is. It's pretty simple. Just turn the TV on and I can't lie. The way he throws the football, uh, the velocity on his football, his arm strength, it's one of a kind, I think, honestly. And he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Like I'm trying to think that we turning the ball yeah, over. And just seeing the way the ball off the weaves his hand, the way the ball explodes off his hand. It's like from any angle too. Yeah, I'm talking side seen, arm, like yeah. he can sit back, pat the ball seven million times, and throw a bomb. Mm-hmm. It's just like it comes out flawless. And bro. we've seen hard throwers. Um, Jay Cutler throws a hard ball. Uh, yeah, he Josh Down <laughs> throws a ball extremely hard. Sean Watson got arm too. Sean Watson. There's a lot of Carson Palmer. A lot of gunslingers been out there. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, but. I ain't never seen throwing the ball. Someone throw the ball like Pat Mahomes. It is. It's different. With the accuracy and the touch, it is quite impressive. Quite impressive the way that we throw the football. Um, honestly, your Chiefs, you just you just keep things rolling with Mahomes. Uh, just find any fast black guy you can and put him on the field. <laughs> That's really what it is. Like a bunch of any fast black guy you can find. Like, all right, get our receiver. We got you. Don't worry. We got to play for you. Or a scheme or something. Literally, they introduce a new receiver every week. I don't know. <laughs> every week is somebody every new. Week, Sammy some Watkins fast, week one. Every week is some new fast black Robinson, guy runs a 4 three. The, yeah, Yo. As long as you run a 4 3 4 4, we Unprecedented. got you. That's it. We got you. And then it don't even matter who they throw in the backfield. Damian Williams down, insert Shady exactly. McCoy. And he's exactly. all of a sudden a thing again. Cassie, exactly. he, was, he was dying in Buffalo. A few seasons, dying, mm-hmm. rotting away, son, and now resurrecting. Son. Son. son, Patty Mahomes, that, that, his effect on the game is, it's, 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 it's Cats are comparing it to the Brady's and the Rodgers. Like, does his impact on the game and just the offense at least? Like, it's, bro, it's it's a precedent. He's in his third year or second? Third. Se- third, yeah. Third. Second year playing. Second starting. year starting, okay. yeah. But, um, yeah, this is Andy Reid's best chance to go get one. I think him and Belichick are on a crash course right now. Mm-hmm. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, I can see That's it. what it's looking they're, like. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna run it back turbo like they did last year. I see yep. that. All right, next matchup, we are going to the – NFC North, Vikings versus the Bears. Talk to me. Solid Bears defense. Solid Vikings running game. I can't say offense because Kirk, Kirk Cousins is not it. The question is, which quarterback is going to be? Who's going to make the least mistakes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cousins are Mitch Trubisky. And that's why I got to pick the Bears. I, I think, was going to say, who's your, what's the final answer I think on the that Bears. One? Mitch, really? Yeah. I think the Bears find a way on defense. Eddie Jones pick. Khalil Mack, strip, strip sack, fumble. The Bears defense just harasses Kirk Cousins so much. They'll be able to slow down Dalvin Cook, not give up the big pop uh, touchdown like he's been getting these last three weeks. Facts. They'll, keep, they'll, they'll have a nice game, Dalvin Cook, 75, 80 yards, about 40, 50 yards receiving probably. But they won't get that 60-yard that touchdown he's been getting, <laughs> that 45-yard touchdown he's been getting. And they'll force Kirk Cousins to try and find Thielen, Diggs, Rudolph, which he can't. Over and over again, and <laughs> the more you first cousin, force cousins to drop back, the more chances you're giving Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, Leonard Floyd, the strip sack fumble or Roquan or something, and even Ha Ha Clinton Dex last week caught him through the crib. I got the Bears defense all over the Vikings. Um, 20, 28, uh, 28, 28, 14. Bears, mm. nice little Molly are those some defensive scores on the Bears side? How, I'm going to give how one, one defensive score okay. for the Bears. All right. I'm going to give one to the defense. Uh, tough to tell you, but man, Bears offense is shaky. I was going to say, who on the offensive end is getting those? Like, well, the defense, uh, possibly? I'll say like, one of the defense will put them in great position. They'll probably have three turnovers, probably maybe four. <laughs> they'll put them in, line them up with me. They'll get a Dave Montgomery touchdown. Okay. 
maybe uh, Cohen. They got to figure that dynamic between Cohen and Montgomery. And Montgomery right. It's looking like they did last year when they wanted to go with Jordan Howard first. But they couldn't then they com- fully commit that, to him. That, then they realized <laughs> that Cohen and Trubisky are probably a better matchup. But you want the power run game for the cold weather and for playoffs. But Cohen probably is better for Trubisky because Trubisky is a quick one-read, two-read quarterback. So if he looks at Allen Robinson's covered, he's going right to Cohen, who's going to be open most likely. And that's what dynamic that dynamics added for that roster. And they need to figure out what they're going to do, who's going to get more touches. But – I got the Bears bouncing back and uh and beating the Vikings twenty eight fourteen. All right, and to wrap up the pick six, we got I think most people's game of the week in a sense: Dallas Cowboys versus the New Orleans Saints. The Drew Breesless New Orleans Saints. In New Orleans, yes, they are in New Orleans. New Orleans. Hmm. <laughs> Not to put Is it man? I'm a, I'm gonna go. I think it got the Cowboys came to uh the Cowboys beat up on New Orleans last year in New, in Dallas. I think New Orleans returns the favor this year in New Orleans without Drew Brees. Mm. Beats up on the Cowboys. Teddy Bridgewater look he looks good to be Teddy Bridgewater. I know he completed a lot of passes to the running backs. Say what you want about that. Completions and completions. <laughs> um, See, um, hold on. No, I don't I don't like that because y'all be killing other other cats who can only dink and dunk. And well, the best weapon is Alvin Kamara. I'm not mad. You're throwing the ball Alvin Kamara all the time. <laughs> you're throwing the ball to fucking, I don't know, some average running back. That's not Alvin Kamara. <laughs> then, yeah, we got problems. Nah. You're throwing the ball to Gio Bernard all day. <laughs> we got problems. Throw the ball down the field. Shit. When you're checking down Alvin Kamara, you can make a good case of why you're doing it most of the times. Kamara, CMC, fair. Saquon. I'm not going to get mad if you're checking down to them a lot. But I do think that Teddy Bridgewater opens the offense a little more this off this this week. He found Michael Thomas last week, also a touchdown. I think he finds him again for a touchdown. Kamara's going off. Um the biggest thing will be the Saints defense. Can they contain uh Zeke, of course, first, and then Dak and Amari pass combo. But uh yeah, I think at home the Saints are fired up. Big win in Seattle last week. I got the Saints uh thirty one, Cowboys twenty eight. Close one, Sunday night. Not yep. mad at that. Nice Sunday night football game. That's good. That's good. All right, so I'm going to jump back in the way back machine. Well, not the way back machine, but we're going to turn back real quick to the uh, Thursday night game where we saw the uh, Eagles go up against the Packers. Uh, give me some takeaways from that game, uh, Combs. What are, your, what are your takeaways from that game? Um, my biggest takeaway was Matt LaFleur not running the ball in the fourth quarter. On the goal line six times, you were first and goal. You were in the in between the. You were five yards away from the goal line six times, and you didn't run the ball once. That's crazy. Yeah, and let me say the Eagles did come out the victor clearly, thirty-four yes. twenty-seven. Matt, uh, Aaron Rodgers threw a into on the goal line, uh, picked off. Clearly. I don't know how would you not run the ball with Devontae Devon, Devon, Adams got hurt already. Yeah, he, had he got hurt on a play to set him up to bring him into the goal line. Right. Um, I'm not mad at him for not. But the play they were calling just didn't make sense. The RPO with Jimmy Graham, the Jimmy Graham post up. Like, stop getting the ball, Jimmy Graham. All right. Oh no, they 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 tried to make they it. Tried that game. Yo, they, they tried you know, hard. They tried so hard. They were forcing. I didn't they tried so hard. Like, oh, no, every they, time I looked, I was just like, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy, the only thing I'm playing against Jimmy Graham this week. <laughs> Jimmy Graham, I was playing Jimmy Graham at zero point last week. 
In two weeks in a row, he had zero points. Now all of a sudden, I'm playing Jimmy Graham. So, so the, <laughs> the feature offense now. The fantasy guys ain't with you. Well, yeah. <laughs> they wasn't with you on Thursday. He ain't running real routes in New Orleans, Jimmy Graham. Running <laughs> real routes. Get out of there. Nah, he was fake cooking, though. Like He was all <laughs> over the field. Like He was just like, damn, who is this guy? But, um, yeah, they don't have to get the ball to Aaron Jones uh, once with an opportunity to score. It was um, very confusing to me. Considering they get the ball the first time, the first goal, first drive, he scored a touchdown pretty easily when yep. they ran the end zone. So um, that was strange. But now they're three and one. The Eagles saved their season, big win in, in uh, Green Bay, saved their season. Now they're going to get to play the Jets next week. I'm sure they go at five hundred, um, and they're on their way to having a crash course with the Cowboys. I think for this NFC East division, the Eagles. They had some bad losses against the uh, Falcons. Bad loss last week to the Detroit Lions. But now I think they're going to write their ship. They'll be 500 by next week as they beat my Jets. And then on to division fighting with the Cowboys, I feel like. Let me turn this over to uh, Melvin Gordon, who uh, we saw he's reporting back to uh, the Chargers. He's not going to play this week four, but he will be back week five. Um, let's talk, talk, talk to me about his holdout. Was this like the least effective holdout of like all time? First thing first. I'm agent, not sure what was accomplished. His agent needs to be fired immediately. <laughs> All right. Ains and PTP. We'll start there. Ains PTP. <laughs> fireable. That's a fireable offense. Yeah, you telling your client to sit out, and Melvin lost at least, what, three? Lost a couple mil. About 2.5, I say, yeah. million between fines and game checks, practice, whatever, missing and everything. Yeah, not reporting. About 2.5, 2.7 overall. I think taxes after, after everything. But for you to advise your, your client to hold out, and get the new deal, and then not sign a new, not sign any kind of new deal, and just go back to the training camp, go back to the facility with your tail between your legs, <laughs> is is honestly criminal. I'm not sure how good you thought Melvin Gordon was, but everyone told you how good Melvin Gordon was, and everyone said he wasn't Zeke, he's not Le'Veon Bell, he's not CMC, but he's in that second tier of good running backs, which is probably around like. $12 million max a year. 11, 12, in that range. Le'Veon's at uh, 14, I believe. Gurley's at 14.5. Zeke's around 15 ish, 15.5. Um, they're showing you, they're telling you, all right, you're not them, but 12 million, Melvin, you should have taken that deal, Melvin. And if you were to go back to camp after missing four games, losing now on $2 million, $2.5 million, and now trying to recoup that after Eckler's already cooking. Cooking. The offense looks fine. Charge defense is terrible right now. Yeah. Without, without Derwin James. Is very, yeah, without Derwin He's the one getting paid more money, Derwin James. The defense is off. <laughs> I don't know who's playing safety, but he can't tackle at all. <laughs> he can't cover or tackle their safety right now. So, you know, that's the biggest problem, Derwin James. The Eckler running the ball looks pretty good. Yeah. Running Eckler, and Justin catching. Jackson, yeah, they're, they're, so now they're Melvin Gordon's right coming back to the season trying to recoup, trying to bring his value back up to at least around $40 million, I guess. That's where he, I'm, I'm assuming. Now I don't I don't know if it's be a fact or not, but I'm assuming the Chargers had a deal somewhere around forty million, forty five million for Melvin Gordon, about twenty seven, twenty nine guarantee probably, somewhere in that ballpark. He wanted the he wasn't Zeke got Zeke got the ninety million, sixty something million guarantee. He wasn't getting a sixty million guarantee. He wasn't getting the Le'Veon thirty five, thirty seven million guarantee. But you could have got at least twenty nine, thirty million guaranteed and been satisfied with that. I feel like, but um, I think he his. Here's the tale for the – he's the cautionary tale for if you're not a star running back or not one of the elite running backs, get your ass to work and, and raise your value up that way. Because they're not going to pay you, Melvin Gordon, if 
they can get similar or better production out of Austin Eckler. As I look at it, the agent got to get fired. Got to get fired. Though. The agent got to go. Got to go. That was bad legal advice yeah. all around the table. Like, I don't. Like, all around. Like, I'm not sure. Well, we know what he lost, and we clearly see there wasn't much that he gained. Like, anything. Like, I, I, not to say his stock went down, but I mean, that did, that did nothing to propel him into that stratosphere of elite court of elite running back money, like you said, with, exactly. you know, Zeke and the rest of them. He didn't so. get traded. Yeah, and yeah. That, um, he that didn't a new contract. Mm. It was all, and he lost money, honestly. It was all a big, yeah. big flop. Not it's all a big flop. If I'm the charges, I'm charging too. Where's my money at? Invoice. <laughs> <laughs> where, where them invoices at, boy? Where them back taxes and fines and stuff. Nah, Melvin definitely got to get that together. Facts. It made no sense. Definitely got to get that together. He could have been playing right now. Signed an extension already. He would have been cooking. The way Eckler has been cooking. I'm sure Melvin Gordon would be cooking, too. Going into Miami. <laughs> like, he would have been fine. I'm not sure if he had a... If he could have got the big contract this offseason. But if he could have stayed healthy for a full year and charges won some games, I think Melvin could have got a nice little deal in the offseason. That's my opinion. But he had to get one more a year. Agreed, sir. All right. Let's turn it over to some NBA. Uh, like I mentioned, there has been a lot that has transpired uh, since that media day and even prior to. But uh, we're just going to speak about some of the takeaways from the media day, uh, some things that have uh, just been circulating within the NFL. I'm, I'm sorry, the NBA airways. And I guess we can start with uh, some stuff from media day and I guess mainly uh, Kyrie Irving. Uh, he finally sat down with or in front of the press during his uh, Brooklyn media day and explained exactly what went wrong in Boston. Uh, he alluded to being upset over his grandfather's death. Uh, things that he, you know, just things that I guess weighed on him and that he carried throughout the season. Uh, he openly admitted to failing Boston. Uh, you know, he had to, if you remember, he did the whole, you know, I want to stay here. I want to, I'm going to resign and Clearly, that, that was not the case. Uh, we yeah, saw throughout the season how they didn't gel with the young cats, uh, how there was always talks about you know chemistry issues and them not really seeing eye to eye in the locker room nor on the court. So uh, talk to me about that, gentlemen. Uh, you know, give me your takeaways from uh, Kyrie Irving and his explanation about Boston. Do you look at him any differently uh, for coming out and being as open and as candid as he was? Um, not really. <laughs> I still feel like at the, at the end of the day, like, you got a job to do, fam. Like, you're getting paid to do a job. It doesn't, like, and to me, like, I understand there's a life outside of work. But also, if you go to work, you're there to do your job. And especially, like, if, it's not, wasn't like a week or two week, three week thing. Like, you were shaky for the whole season. So, what what, what were you really doing? I, I, and I think he said his grandfather past three weeks after after the interview when he was saying how, how he wanted to come back to Boston and Boston would have him back. But it's just like, yo, fam, it's over. Like, that shit was over a year ago at this point, just about a year ago. That shit was last year, right around media day. And now you're coming back saying that, oh, at that point, I, st- I wanted to stay in Boston, but then my grandfather um, passed away and everything changed. I don't really, re- I don't really respect it. I agree. My thing is this. Nobody was holding you hostage in Boston to yeah. not go see your grandfather or not go be with your family or not spend time with yeah, people like, you love. Players often like yeah. play, play, players often take time off. Oh, 
um, taking a week or two, two weeks off for personal reasons. Last time I checked, there's a man in Boston named Terry Rosier. We would have been perfectly fine with you, Kyrie, <laughs> taking about two, three weeks off, deal with family issues. Get, get your mind right. Yeah, get your mind right. Take, do, uh, deal with family issues and then come back to the team in, five, in, three, in, about, in three weeks. Yeah. Everyone would have been fine with that. Literally, everybody would have been fine with Facts. that. They would have been happy about it, honestly. Terry would have been happy. Tatum would have been happy. Jalen Brown would have been happy. Brad Stevens would have been happy. Brad <laughs> everyone would be like, all right, finally. Now I can work on the other players. I know Kyrie, when he gets back, he'll be good. So let me work on these other guys on the team and then build their confidence, build their confidence up. So when Kyrie gets back, it's a full oil machine now. But what, what, that's, why I don't, that's why I disagree with what Kyrie says. Because instead of um, taking the time to off to get right and get right mentally, you went to, honestly, you went to like a bickering, like a, like a sulking, sulking mode, like a child yeah. pretty much. And you started complaining about the media. About started, everything else. Yeah, you started complaining about the media. You started complaining about your free agency. You started complaining about your teammates and having to be a babysitter for them. Um, it all just spiraled out of control. And I don't want to say that your, I don't say your grandma, your grandpa passing away is tough, but that sounds like a cop out to me. Yeah. Because I feel like that's not going to affect you for the entire season. In fact. Especially when you said it happened, what, three weeks after the, in- after exactly. Weeks after the interview. Exactly. And that, that interview happened before the season started. Yeah. And like I said, you could, Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens easily would have gave you three weeks off to get your mind right, get your family right. A month. Get everything. Exactly. Boston was a good team last year. Yeah. Like, even through all that turmoil, they're still easily a top four team last year in the East. They would have gave him a – and he still won the playoffs series versus the Pacers. They still would have gave him at least a month off if he, had, if he was that serious about um, – his family and getting mentally right. That's what I'm like that Mr. Kyrie said. But I do I did see that he got his face broken in practice versus one of the coaches. So we'll see how that goes with the New Jersey Nets. What, what are the coaches elbowed him? He yeah. said the New Jersey Nets. No respect. Oh, excuse me, Brooklyn Nets. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, Brooklyn Nets. No respect. Alright, let's turn it over to another unapolog well, apologetic superstar. Who happens to be Kyrie's teammate who's injured, who will come back next season once he uh, recovers from this Achilles injury. Mr. Kevin Durant, who also sat down and explained why he uh, decided to leave Golden State. Uh, He touches on his relationship with Kyrie, their friendship. Um, He also alluded to not getting uh, the type of support or not feeling like he was really a part of uh, the squad or the fabric of Golden State. Uh, he says he didn't feel like he was really accepted or, you know, something to that degree. So t- talk to me about how you feel about Kevin Durant and his uh, excuse and his, and his decision for leaving Golden State and teaming up with uh, his bestie in Brooklyn. Dub, I'm going to say, what is bitch Ashton's for 500? <laughs> <laughs> That's a daily double, actually. Matter of fact, like, like, <laughs> like, come on, Kevin, like... You were you didn't feel feel accepted. What did you think was gonna happen? You went to a team that literally they literally you were just up on three one and they came back and beat you. In the first in the series of first to four. Like now you're going to join them and you don't feel accepted. Number one, I'm sure the players accepted you because sure, you were probably the best player they had to face on the way to the championship. Sure they want you on their team. They just won seventy three games. Sure they want you on their team. We we won seventy three games and now we get to add Kevin Durant? And we lose Harrison Barnes. Who's not signing up for that? Yeah. Harrison Barnes would have signed up for that. Yeah. I'm I'm 100 positive Harrison Barnes was not was not mad. He was probably mad that he was no longer on the Warriors. But when he saw what, okay, so they had to get rid of me to sign Kevin Durant. That makes sense. Like, come on, Kevin. 
And now you want to go. I don't even want to talk about Kevin Durant, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I see that got you. I just want to boil it a little well, bit. I'll say one thing. I disagree with. Well, it's two parts. And actually, my PTP comes from this whole situation. <laughs> well, I'll get to him later. I'll get to him later. But the party says about Golden State. I don't know if Kevin Durant is um, a woke person or is he like. I don't know. You're blind. You're not Steph Curry, obviously. You're not going to be Steph Curry and Golden State. Thanks. I don't know who you thought in Golden State. Uh, I don't know what we thought they are going to split the love between you and Steph. That ain't happening. You went to another man's king like, and was trying to be king. Literally. You thought, like, all right, I'm be king. King, you be chef of Oakland, and I'll be I'll be the king of uh, San Fran. <laughs> I don't know what Kevin Durant what, what happened over here. Like, yo, <laughs> you went to the land of Chef Curry and thought you're going to split. No, you're a backseat driver over there. Like, you wanted the accolades and the popularity Steph got. You just stayed ass in OKC. Facts. Like, or you could have went anywhere. Yeah. Like, you, you really could have went anywhere and been the man. Exactly. And Indy's anywhere. Exactly. As part of his explanation, he did say that he considered LA for a second. He did consider the Knicks for a second, but he, he literally he, he didn't consider he, he the He literally specifies no. a couple seconds. No. Like I, he I was thought in about the those for a couple moments. He was in the Hamptons and he ain't called Phil Jackson. They weren't even they weren't even invited to the meeting. He ain't called Phil Jackson. There was no seconds. Someone someone probably was like, Yo, how you feel that Knicks? You said nah next. Bro, I'm just telling you what he said. How many seconds it takes to say nah next? He said, That's how long he thought about in it. In quotes, he said, I thought about it for a couple seconds. His Literally. words. LA, no. Golden State, and, and the Knicks. Those were his choices. And for a couple seconds, he said he thought about but it. But he shouldn't have been thinking about that. He, he should have been thinking about it because he, he went to Golden State to try and do the LeBron thing when LeBron went to Miami. Mm hmm. Uh, yo, fam, but like, then why not go to a team that, that, not already that wasn't not just as in the good championship? As that. Yeah. You, yeah. you could have went like Portland, maybe, or Dame Lillard. He could have just, just stayed where he Could have just stayed where he was at and ran it back. I don't he know. With the Washington D.C. word, he could have went to a team and built it up. Like you, you went to a team that literally just won seventy three games, fam. Come on, bro. And it wasn't that. You're not gonna honestly. You're probably not bigger than Draymond Green in Golden State. <laughs> Damn. Like they love Clay Thompson, Seth Curry, the Splash Bros, and Draymond Green. They love yeah. those three players. That's it. The... You're not gonna be bigger than them. Like Kevin Durant, they love you too. But they're not going to put aside your the golden side. Like, yeah, they recognize exactly. your greatness, your talent, exactly. but it's like you'll never be the favorite child. Exactly. They right. have their triplets already. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. the stepson. <laughs> your dad's trying to marry you. No, it ain't working, Kevin. It ain't working. Granted, you're better than all three of them probably individually. Yeah, ain't no yeah. probably. There's no probably about that. He is better than all three of them. Yeah, him and Seth is debatable. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, man. <laughs> He's a ten. All right. It's actually, it's keep fitting going with the but, point. But like I was saying. <laughs> Kevin, if you want to, now in Brooklyn, oh, second, second point about what he's saying, but the OKC stuff. Now, that's what I do agree with him about, how um, those uh, those OKC Thunders, we don't get a lot of press because they're all in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. but I'm going to talk about them later. I'm going to get to them. I'm going to get to them. <laughs> but uh, how they were allowed to become such bad guys to Kevin and not reach out or whatever, want to not talk to them anymore, I thought it was a little disrespectful. Well, a little disrespectful. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, see, he wasn't better than that. You're a small market team. Well, granted, you, he left you, but still, no, you ain't coming back. You don't gotta th- be so spicy. You don't gotta be so spicy. Okay, no, it's it, 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 real spicy. But it wasn't the fact that he left. It was the fact that he left and went to the Warriors. Yeah, like because, like because, because the team he literally just lost to. Like, and the, and you were up three one in the that. Western Conference. I get finals. it. I get you, it. No, Collins, but think about it. You were up three one on a team that won seventy three games this season. Mm-hmm. They just set the NBA record for most of wins in the regular season. You're up three one, and I get that. You're, you're part of the reason why why this series didn't get closed out. I get that, but if I'm a player, I get that. If I'm the players, of course I get that. But upper management coaches, they have no shame, and they should have no uh, hard gripes towards Kevin Durant. Like, I, I, didn't Sam think, Presti, I didn't think they did. They did. That's what he talks about. Sam, 
I'm gonna get to you later, Sam Presti. <laughs> but Sam Presti, Billy Donovan, Billy Donovan shouldn't feel like the owner of OKC. He, he, they he, all he just got there. His shoes yeah, I'm gonna say he, he inherited that. He was like, talking, that's that's even, that's Billy Donovan's shoes ain't even, even up in the crib. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. talking about how everyone OKC changed on him. No one talked to him anymore. Not not to play all the coaching, the upper management. Well, what did you want to talk to him about, Kevin? Just when he came yeah, like, back in general, like, like they didn't even, want, like, he didn't even acknowledge the handshake or anything. He didn't, he didn't he spoke a word with Sam Presti. Dub, what is all. bitch asses for 500? You know what he's saying? Bruh, like, I didn't why, why do you care? Don't, yeah, be, don't disrespect me. I built the OKC. Don't disrespect me. See? Yeah, I left because y'all wasn't getting it done. Y'all wasn't getting it done. You left. You left. No, 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 no. It wasn't getting it done. It wasn't getting it done. You left because you were getting it done, my friend. Because friends is looking at you, including Russell Westbrook, just looking at you like, fam, you here to play? You're supposed to be the best player in the NBA. Because I'm falling. It wasn't getting it done. Kevin Durant is the person that had the interview with Sports Illustrated said, I'm tired of being number two to LeBron. That wasn't Billy Donovan. That wasn't Sam Presti. That wasn't Russell Westbrook. That was Kevin Durant. LeBron, LeBron didn't, didn't run away and cry after he lost to the Warriors. He didn't go join them. He, he said, that, well, I'm going to see you next year. After that, series, says. after that series, I think Kevin realized Baca and Russell, Russell Westbrook wasn't getting it done. I think Kevin went to him and cried. That's what I think happened. Yeah. I think at a moment, he's not getting it done with these guys. And clearly, Westbrook, hey, Westbrook ain't been the same KD left, so I'm going to say. He just averaged a triple double. I'm just saying the man. He just averaged a triple double. Oh yeah, oh no, his, his individual numbers are great. Don't get me wrong. Here we go. You know, and not here we go. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into uh, a little bit of NBA tampering. Uh, they came down with a few new rules, a few stricter rules. Uh, so they claim, uh, and not even just tampering, but also compliance rules, being that uh, they feel, uh, you know, cats are I guess letting things out the bag. Uh, forming unsolicited and unprecedented partnerships, you know, under the table, backdoor deals, and they're trying to, I guess, get a stranglehold on all of that. So um, I know the, uh, one of the things they've implemented is a higher fines for tampering. So uh, what, I'll just explain that really quick. The maximum fine for a team or a team executive engaging in tampering doubles from $5 million to $10 million, and the greater the penalty is the greater the deterrence. So, um... That along with uh, unauthorized agreements, and that's what I alluded to when I was talking about side deals. Uh, players can be fined up to six million dollars in fines for that. So uh, it seems like they're they're really attacking the wallet when it comes to this finding stuff. So they're pretty much saying shut your mouth, or you know we're gonna we're gonna come for the money. So uh, you know, talk to me. Let's delve into uh, the tampering. And I mean, we've seen it. I think didn't uh, who just got fined recently? Didn't the player just get a Fine for tampering? I, I no, actually, the Bucks owner got fined. Uh, there we go, the Bucks owner, yes, so yes, not, yes, for speaking about Giannis. How, number one, how, how are you tampering with your own players? That's And, and that's where I kind of wanted to like go with it, because I, I don't understand how that's defined as tampering when yeah. that's your team. I have a couple thing. questions with, with all the tampering. <laughs> I think the rules that you can't you, you can't speak, speak publicly about it? Publicly. But the fine, but the fine actually was for tampering, though. But if he's under contract, you can't speak publicly about someone. I think that's what it is. I hear you, but you got to change the name. Because I can't tamper with my own players. I can't tamper with somebody I'm already paying. It kind of is, though. How? Cause, because I'm letting him know. You, but you are kind of like, you're right. He knows already he's going to get Giannis did not know he was going to get the Superman. You're right. <laughs> everyone, everyone, yeah, knows yeah, that you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone, everyone, everyone knows that like that. Everyone knows like, it. I get right. it. You're trying everyone to stop it. people from talking about like contracts and finances, and you're trying to just keep things, I guess, on a more hush-hush level. Mm-hmm. But bruh, like, 
who they literally talk about it every day on ESPN and on Fox about right. these players in line for the Supermax. Like they literally talk about it all the time. Yeah. So why, if I'm the owner of the team, I can't talk about my player just getting a Supermax, which is literally it's news. It's common news. It's common knowledge. And then on top of that, with the, with all of these fines for tampering, I don't unless you're finding them fifty hundred million dollars, the tampering's not going to stop. I mean, five to ten mil is a lot. I mean, you see, they they find uh, Magic. He got what a five hundred k fine when when he did what he did last year. Genie probably laughed when she wrote that check for him. <laughs> just, just get it done. Just get it done. That's what was made was the whole Anthony Davis stuff and last that, year. Uh, no, it's because the Anthony Davis stuff, and then also like the Paul George and Kawhi. Yeah, like yeah, Kawhi reaching on the Paul George, like just like yeah, players reaching out, players setting up side deals, making you know long term promises. But we the, but know the, that but, you know handshake uh, deals. Is, as long as as long as the deal, as long as this still happens, like no fine is gonna stop this, this from happening. You get what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna okay. So you you could find Kawhi Leonard six million dollars for recruiting Paul George to his team. If Paul George comes, Kawhi's glad. Matter of fact, not even Kawhi. Steve Ballmer's glad he ran that check for $6 million. Hmm. Yo, Kawhi, good looking. We got you. So, like, I don't understand what, what like, it's going to happen regardless. That's my thing. So, another thing they, they touch on is they think it's going to be problematic because they think it under, undermines the league's commitment to, like, equality and just fair play. So, like, you know, teams getting up. They feel that each team should have a legitimate, like, opportunity to acquire some players, not just like, yo, I'm here, so I think you should come here too. Like, you know, that's kind of not fair in a sense. That, that, and that's how the league, this is not me, this is how the league is looking at it. So that's also a part of their stance when it comes to tampering. Like, you know, stop, you're not giving certain teams fair advantages to acquire some of these better players. Like, like let another team possibly open up their wallet and, you know, write a check. But, you know, if you're just going to be like, yo, my man's come here because I'm about to go here and we could just do X, Y, and Z, I guess that's what they're trying to eliminate, in a sense. There's no way to eliminate that. And I get it because even when you're attacking the money, I mean, you know, players, I mean, I know this is a whole different sport, but you see what happens when you attack players' money. Like, Antonio Brown went for $30 million guaranteed, the Lord knows what he earned it now. Okay, I so hear you. Num- like, number one in the NBA, that whole concept is guaranteed. That and who are we talking about? And who yeah, we talk- I, yeah no, that's no, why I said it was a different sport. No, I know it's not a thing, but when you it's just a, the point of attacking the money. When you attack people's money, they they start acting differently, they move differently, they tread water a little differently. But, uh, so that I think I think that's what the NBA is looking to do. Oh, but another thing too is like so, these fines are coming out of their NBA checks. Like who who's tampering the stars? You feel me? Like we not we not seeing Alonzo Trier. Alonzo Trier get, get he's not tampering. <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's not like he's not getting hit with a six million dollar fine. Like if Kevin Ray gets hit with a six million dollar fine from the NBA, he he has six million coming in from seven different streams of income, like from 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 way from a bunch of different other partnerships he has. Mm-hmm. From Nike, he can he can he can pay that with his with Nike. He can have Nike pay that. <laughs> take that out of take take that out of my jersey sales. Like you, you see what I'm saying? So I don't understand. I like I hear I hear you. It's a new rule. It's it's. It should stop. It's supposed to stop something, but this can't be stopped. My thing is this: some, not stop, but just somewhat reduce and just having more, like mo- more to monitor, monitor it better. That, I guess that's what it is. Just to, you know, but not who's just. I, I get I, that. That's, that's well, the what teams, I get. the small market teams attention, and honestly, yeah. it's, but it's because it's, it's a man, it's mandated sorry. reporting. Like but, but, that, but, that's but, also part of this uh, t- tampering rules and compliance rules. Mandated reporting. So if you know about something, you kind of have to say. If you something. see something, say something. Yeah, yeah they're, they're so, kind of so, getting tied so in. So how many of us take the subway? 
I'm just saying. So let me just let me. Read, How let often me, do you see something and I say something? I, uh, all the time because I see. My I don't see shit. Of, I don't see shit. A lot of times it's not my business. I feel you. <laughs> Depending on how egregious it is, but. Back to the mandatory reporting. So they're saying that it's each team's obligation to report whatever it is within 24 hours. That that's what their their mandatory reporting rules. So, so let me ask both of y'all a question. Yes. So let's say Giannis, let's say let's say Giannis' agent reaches out to reaches out to your individual teams. Dub, you're the Knicks. Combs, you're the Nets. Giannis' agent reaches out to you saying, "Yo, I think I think Giannis is trying to come in 2021." I do my whoa 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 whoa. I gotta call the hotline now? Nah, I'm, I'm sitting back like, yo, talk to me, boss. <laughs> Lighting a cigar, like, hold up, hold up. Let's talk. So, a little yak. Like. So who's, who's really snitching here? Yeah, nah, I, yo, like, like Holmes said, I think it's, it's really just, it's those small market teams who are getting kind of the unfair advantage to, the, to this because they're, they're the ones not reaping the benefits because when a star goes to a big market, they're going to bring other big market stars there and you're left with scraps and Reggie Jacksons and. Bullocks and all like all these second, third, fourth tier type people. And, well, it, it might, and then you're not really building, you're not generating money, you're not filling the stands. So that, now that's affecting your bottom line, your bottom dollar, and now you're sitting there struggling, thinking about ways to do. And just, I guess that like that's what it is. It's, it's a comprehensive thing where it's just they're trying to just reel it all in and just kind of centralize it in a in a in a, in a sense. But, but I, I feel like if my thing is if you I feel like if you build your team correctly, like if you're doing your job scouting and things like that, because. People that want to leave are people that the team their teams weren't good. <laughs> like Anthony Davis, for example, the Pelicans have not have what one playoff series win since he's been there. I mean, and they tried like later on in his like tenure too. I guess yeah, they brought Boogie and they, you know they started moving things around and but you know just it just didn't work out. And then and then even so, Anthony Davis wanted them to sign Boogie back. And I'll be like hindsight is twenty twenty, so now we can see that was a good decision. Mm-hmm. But Anthony Davis wanted them to sign Boogie back, and they didn't sign it back. He wanted them to sign Boogie and Rondo. They didn't sign either of them. <laughs> so it's like so, you're not doing what your star player wants, and then you're mad when he requests a trade. Hmm. How do, does that make sense? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, and I, I'm not even going to sit here and try to defend any of these small market teams who can't get it right and get it together to keep stars that they get. Like, you literally got the first pick yeah. and you got, you got the star. Like, so make it work. So I, you're right. I'm not going to sit there and enable any butt-ass team that just can't get it together. But I do, un- I do understand the other side where it's like, yo, like – They'll never get better if they don't even get an opportunity. Now they're that's a uh, the Pelicans. They're an anomaly because they had an opportunity. Not all teams get that type of opportunity. Not all teams get the Anthony Davis coming through, and they get a Zion to come through right after that. Like so, now they got a second opportunity. So now if they really drop the ball, I'm gonna look at the Pelicans. Very funny. I think that every team has opportunities. Just a matter of whether or not they're gonna capitalize on it. Like every team has draft picks. How good is your scouting? Like, are, are, are you drafting Anthony Bennett or Giannis? <laughs> and it's, it's as simple as that, though. Like, you're right. No, Anthony you're right. Bennett was the first pick in that draft, and Giannis was the 14th. <laughs> so, so every team had – my fault, Giannis was the 15th. Every team has the opportunity. How good are the people who you, who you employ to do their jobs? How good are they doing their jobs? Mm. Like, don't, don't, don't get mad at the players who want to leave. Get mad at your scout for not scouting Giannis. For, <laughs> like, you, you get what I'm saying? Though? Yeah, like, no, nah, absolutely. You get me? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you stand me? Combs, anything to add on that? Well, that's just the um, <clears throat> I look at this tampering. I think that uh, it seems like some of the smaller teams might be a little salty. It seems like, yeah. But that's what makes the salary cap in all sports, besides baseball, of course. <laughs> but the geography of the teams has their benefits and their the goods and the bads, obviously. Um, 
you look at a team like the Lakers who always get all the free agents, or whatever, all the trades. I mean, it's L.A. You can stop. It's L.A. New Orleans can't compete with that. What New Orleans can, can how New Orleans can compete with them is taxes, uh, small town living, Bourbon Street, certain thing being a good team in general. That's what a small team that to focus on first. I feel like, and that's what, and that's why the tampering in my opinion is BS because everyone goes to the Vegas camp, everyone, all the trainers, all the all the agents, all the. Business people, all the players, they're all in Vegas. We see it all Facts. summer. We see it all summer. Facts. They're in Orlando for two weeks and they're in Vegas the rest of summer. Right. And we see it all summer. Once the NBA, they're in New York for the NBA draft. They're in Chicago for the combine. And, and like, they see all of it all summer. The, the NBA TV shows all of it. And, like where the players are at and the agents are at. And I read an article that said that um, agents agents have said that the unofficial freedom in summer starts. At the draft combine, exactly. And the thing is, just like you, everyone's there. Yeah, you can't expect all these, all these decision makers. Oh, no. Pretty much all these, all the, all the agents and all, and all the management to be in one spot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm going to talk to you about my personal who happened to draft, but then at the same time, I'm, I'm talking to you about other other players that exactly. I have. Exactly. Who, at the combine, agents know what teams are looking at, what clients are, mm-hmm. what, what teams are looking at certain players, right. certain needs. It's just part of the game. I think that um, you look at it uh, um. OKC, I guess, losing all the players. They're salty about that. New Orleans, of course, losing Anthony Davis. But it's, it's, to stop all that and to stop all the tampering nonsense, just win games. That's really what it is, win games. Winning changes everything. Facts. And people are going to play about tampering all you want, but the Knicks, tampering doesn't help the Knicks. The Knicks are in the number one market with the, the biggest team in, in the, the world. world. Like the, like the biggest team in the world. They're the number one team on Forbes every single year for the NBA. The number one team. Haven't had a record of 500 since, what, 2013? Tampering, tampering, no tampering. We are apparently tampering KD all year. You heard the owner, you heard the owner on the radio say, I, I, think, we're getting, the, yeah. I think we're getting two people. Like, so obviously something was going on all season. Like He got word of it. Everyone around the NBA was saying that KD and Kyrie were going to New York. So right. it wasn't like just a, just a made-up just thought. Like It came somewhere. So And even still, it still doesn't help the Knicks with the, with the tampering. They got nobody. So I think it has its benefits, has its positives. Um, I think geography and salary cap just all it plays everything with teams. You know, teams in Florida don't have no salary, no tax, no state taxes. So like someone like Jimmy Butler, who was a small town guy from Indiana, I think, or Illinois, somewhere out in that area. Of course, he didn't want to stay in Philadelphia. I'm going to fucking Miami. No state taxes, a hundred million dollars. You can't beat that. But that's an advantage Miami has. Same way with the uh, Lakers or the Knicks being a big time market. I think the small town markets and um, the Pacers are a good one. You look at the Pacers, Pacers are always good. They're a small town, but they always put a fun, watchable product on the floor. And that's where the small town team need oh, to stop lacking, worrying. Right. Not worry about the tampering so much and worry about having an exciting basketball. Put some damn good product for, for people to come see. Exactly. Because <laughs> you look at Old Depot in Indiana, I'm sure he has plenty of opportunities to leave Indiana in, in two years probably or whenever his contract's up. But the product they put on the court right now, it would be shocking if he left there. Unless he wants a big time market or whatever, but but there that's the way you gotta do it. You gotta put an exciting team on the court around your star player. Listen to what he says. Facts. I feel like, <laughs> like listen I feel to like, what I feel he like, says. I feel like that's key. Like, like, and when we're watching right now, by I think we're all bringing up all times Devin Booker and Phoenix. Yep. He couldn't tamper and get D'Angelo Russell over there. It's his best friend. He couldn't get D'Angelo Russell. No, but, but management didn't want D'Angelo Russell. They, they thought that D'Angelo would have been a bad influence, bad influence nope. yeah. on Devin Booker. Him, exactly. Him, him, and all three, him, and Big, him and Big Cat are all yeah. friends with D'Angelo Russell. Both of them tried to tamper and get him there. I'm sure they've been talking to him all season about coming to play in uh, Minnesota or Phoenix if New York doesn't give you the big – Brooklyn doesn't give you the huge contract. He's still somehow ended up in Golden State. So <laughs> – 
unless you're gonna like really be monitoring these people's text messages exactly. and phone calls, mm-hmm. unless you're about to be get on your eagle eye shit, you can't. It's not it. It's not yeah. gonna. It's not gonna work. You, you can't. You can't. You can't enforce this. Like you can't. You can't stop it. It's like it's what's it um. It's a immo- is it immovable force? Is that what is that what the proper word is? Immovable force, yeah. When an immovable force meets an unstoppable object, object yeah. Or however, yeah, I'm trying to mix that up. It sounds good though. It sounds <laughs> right. <laughs> Not too much that. money going around. It's not tampering. People talk, man. People talk. And people, yeah, people are people talk. That's what it is. people talk. That's what it is. It's a mixy league. And people got money and people talk. Meet me on the the airport in Vegas. I hop my private plane for like five minutes. Have a meeting and hop back on the pirate plane. <laughs> like, they get money out of that, man. <laughs> That's how those money. big money beans be happening. All right, let me turn over to uh, the G League real quick, uh, where they are experimenting with a new free throw rule for this upcoming season. That prior to the last two minutes of the game, uh, one free throw will be shot and worth two points if you are fouled attempting a two pointer. And likewise, for if you're attempting a three pointer. Uh, you will if you're attempting a three pointer and you make the first free throw, you will be awarded all three points. What What are your thoughts on this? It's a very it's it's very interesting. It's very like arcadish in a sense. Like when I when I look at it, it's just very it's it's very juvenile. But I mean, talk to me about it because what people are saying is it's gonna help speed up the game. Uh, you know, certain things like that. So tell me, tell me what y'all feel about this particular rule. I'll go first. Yeah or nay? I'll, I'll go first. I think Combs has some serious things to say about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's just like the G League is doing G League things. It's it's a joke. Like what what are, what are we what are we talking about here? The G League? Like who 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 goes to G League? Who goes to G League games? I get I, I get quite upset when I'm on NBA TV and I see the G League playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching G League TV. <laughs> what, 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 what? Why? Why are we even discussing this? Watch this next. What? <laughs> That's all I gotta say about this. <laughs> Combs. Now, as a fan of this, as a fan of the game itself, watching this, it, I don't know about how much I would like it. Because especially if someone on my team can't shoot free throws or not, uh, a lot of missed opportunities. I feel like leaving that one point out there. But as a, a, a strategist and a coach. I think the hackish shack is alive and well right now with this rule. I'm found Andre Drummond every play. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I found Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin all game? No, Blake Griffin can shoot free throws. Yeah, he? You got a little better? All right, well, Drummond, get over here, Drummond. You get fouled all game. I got these big men on the bench. They can't do nothing but foul. I got player player 10, player 11, player 12. Yeah, I got 15 fouls right there. Go foul. I'm sending Drummond to the line all day. And you going to do is miss one and I get the ball back? Yeah. Of course I'm doing that. I hit a three, foul him again, get the ball back. <laughs> of course I'm doing that. I can go up 10. That's real pop of jumping. Like, so I can know, go up like. 10 just on jumping, missing free throws. Missing, four, <laughs> missing what, four free throws. I can go up 10 on that. I, I mean. That's a hell of a strategy, though. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. But every, the Nets and DeAndre Jordan, I'm, I'm fouling them all game. Like If uh, someone on the court I can foul, I'm fouling them. I'm getting the ball back. I'm getting, I'm getting the ball back. You're not getting any points. You're not even getting two chances at it. So you're a fifty percent shooter. You only get one chance yeah, now. Yeah, only getting one. It's not shot. even worse shooter. Not even a worse free throw shooter. You got like damn that first one. Got to go in. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like now you're probably like a 35 percent shooter if you're thinking about it so much. So I think the strategy of the of the foul itself is going to be very interesting because I'm hack a shack in all game. If and B can shoot free throws, I'm trying to think any good any dominant player that's not a good free throw shooter, I'm fouling them all game. Like. 
anyone at the team, big man Drummond or Mitchell Robinson can't shoot free throws. Whiteside. Whiteside. Um, there's any big uh, Ben Simmons. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fouling people. Like I'm taking my chance, especially in the fourth quarter, and it's a close game, and like but it's nine to two in the morning yet. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the last two minutes. Ago. Yeah, so if I'm only nine to two, last two minutes, like there's four minutes left, I'm fouling Ben Simmons all game. Like Ben, you got me to free throw Ben. <laughs> like I'm sorry, we're up. It's a we're going back and forth. Say the three point game. I'm putting Ben Simmons on the free throw line immediately, and forcing him to beat me that way until the two minute warning, whatever. But I think the strategy in that would be very interesting because just missing one free throw and getting the ball back. I like those odds. I like those odds a lot. I like those, I like those odds a lot. Yeah, and it definitely makes it a, up and down if I'm game a really good team. Yeah, yeah. Or my team can shoot. If you're a good like team or a good strategist, yeah. like yeah, like I, I said, I can see somebody like pop salivating at yeah, this pop. and abusing it. Someone like, like someone like Houston, <laughs> who's a lot of numbers and stuff. Golden State, they'll easily trade you missing a free throw for three pointers all game. <laughs> all day. All, day. all, day. all, all day. game would do that. All game. <laughs> all game would do that. All right, gentlemen. So we will leave it right there. We're gonna take a quick timeout, pay some bills, and we're gonna be back with those two lists for the scythe. what up, though? It's your boy Johnny Dub. We are back. PTP, this is the Scythe. This weekend on the Scythe, we're going to talk about those lists that I aforementioned. Uh, one of them was the top 50 of all-time player lists that was put out by Bleacher Report. And the second list was the NBA ESPN player ranking. Uh, they ranked the top 10 for this upcoming season. It was a little preview. And uh, you won't believe who they had or how the top three went. Uh, so let's start with that list. And because Combs wasn't privy to this list, this list is news to him, uh, we're going to start off and rattle it out. So number 10 was uh, PG-13. Number 9, they had Dame Lillard at 8, Joel Embiid. 7, your boy Jokic. 6, Chef Curry. 5, they had AD. 4, James Harden. 3, LeBron James. 2, King Kawhi. And number one, that boy Giannis, the Greek freak. Now, when I was watching my stories and I seen this list, and initially they had LeBron at number three, and they didn't show who the top two were because they were they were going to say the top two was going to be revealed later on. And then I saw later on, and I I, I was just, I was just utterly confused everything about this list. First, LeBron being the number three, weird. Giannis being number one, very weird, especially very, <laughs> very weird considering how he went out. Like considering the person who just, who just beat him is number two. Is number two. So this list, at best, to me, flimsy. At, at least with the top three, the, the four through ten, whatever. You might could you might could you know make a case for people switch things around, whatever have you. Well, you said Steph was six. Steph was at six. Who was so, five and four? Uh, Harden and AD respectively. So, you know, it's like, you can't be too mad, but it's like, you, you can clearly make an argument for Steph to be bumped up to four. Steph's number four. Yeah. Not even mad at that. Like, you can, you can, like, I'm not even mad. I, I don't even have an argument for that. But I want to start off at the top. Should Giannis have been number one? No. I feel like num- number one, to, first of all, to be like, Le- LeBron is still the best player in the world. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and, and if you're going to say somebody's better than People him. People be forgetting that, too. I don't know. It's weird. If you're going to say somebody's better than him, that person has to be Kawhi. And they try. I mean, and, and let me not say they try. I mean, Kawhi has shown and LeBron not making the offs, at least this past season, has definitely bolstered up the argument for Kawhi. But when you know basketball and you watch it, you can clearly tell that there's things that LeBron can do offensively that Kawhi just cannot. Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi gets buckets and he stops your best player. Yeah. But, like, that's not all basketball is about. Yeah, but LeBron is literally going to make all yeah. these other burgers around you better like right. and efficient, and they're going to not be whatless. Combs, any takeaways from this, this funny list? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One is Giannis said. Yes. Two was Kawhi. Three is James Harden. Bron Bron. Four, where's James Harden at? Number four. Why is he in front of Steph Curry? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to be his only Why gripe with this list. Why is he in front Because he was in, uh, he was the MVP last, last year, was it? it, it that Two years ago. Two years ago. I'm well, sorry. We're, not talk, we're talking about next season, though. We're talking yeah, about right I mean, now. I mean, you t- okay, so I'll make the argument for James so, Harden. When you talk about his impact on the court and what he does and how his game... I don't want to shit. He he might make people better uh, to a degree. I mean, Steph changes the offense. As is Harden though. Not not, not the same. Are you, you are you doubling Harden from thirty five feet out? Because you, you might need to. They do they do it to Steph. They they might need to start doing it to Harden. I mean, at least during the regular season, we've seen it. I'm I'm not guarding Harden thirty five feet away from the basket. I think individually, you can let Harden score his points and still beat the Rockets. I think Steph scoring will. You know, if Steph gets hot, the Warriors going to win that game. I think if you let Steph take as many shots as Harden, he, he'd probably average 40. He would. I don't know. And, and I, think, I, I also think it would be an, an efficient 40, which is crazy. Like, What's that word? That's how like, I, I think Steph would average. In a, if you put Steph in the Rockets offense, like, yo, do what James Harden does, mm-hmm. he's, averaging a, he's, he's efficiently averaging at a minimum 40 points a game. Oh, yeah. Might be more. This is, so these, are base, these are the rankings for this season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have Giannis number one. I certainly don't. Who do you have I like Kawhi one? number one right now. Who's number two? Since he won championship, LeBron. And in um, the fashion in which he won. Like, the fashion exactly. in which he won, taking down the, taking the down, Sixers. Mm-hmm. Then, you know what I'm saying? Then like, the Bucks. Bucks. Then the, running yeah, through the run, Bucks. Running through the Bucks. Exactly. Everybody's favorite. Won two, Giannis won the first two of them things. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Kawhi said, yo, chill. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get my bearings under me. They got me doing a lot here. Let me take a breather. And he was hurt. And then rattled, <laughs> rattled all four of them things. Like... Didn't he get hurt against the Sixers? Yeah, he had yeah. a he had a minor uh, stress stress stress, stress yeah. fractures something mm-hmm. like that. Um, who's at the round off the top ten for me? Six was. You want me to go? Okay, uh, you said eight nine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six 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 through ten. I forgot six through ten. Yeah. Curry, Curry, Jokic, Jokic, Embiid, Embiid. Lillard, PG thirteen. I'm take, I'm taking Embiid over Jokic too. Okay. Like I'm not, I'm not mad that Jokic is in front of him, but, but personally, I'm taking a beat over Jokic. Yeah, I feel like that that comes down to a style, that a preference thing, because I mean they're both great big men. It's just one will give you an all around, you know, I'll, I'll score, I'll pass, and I'll rebound, and one is just kind of a, a fucking freak of nature, and he'll stretch the floor crazily because he will sit there and shoot threes and. When the, you go, like Jokic can win your offense. Yeah, he's like a point mm-hmm. center. Yeah, I just think that Chef LeBron and. Kawhi need to be the top three players, and when you would have uh, Giannis sitting at four, uh, above Harden and AD. I, I got Giannis. Mind you, 
Yeah, I think I'll be Giannis at four. Yeah, I, I got. I got still, I still have Giannis now with Kawhi going. I still have Giannis going to the finals again this year, or going to the finals. Excuse me. I, I have I have him going going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. Who's new? Sixers. Okay. I have Giannis in the finals. I said. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, so I do have him at four right there for this season because I have him going to the finals. But um, I'm not mad at Giannis. I'm not mad at him being one because for this season, if you think that he put in the work off season work and got a jump shot and has like a legit mid range jump shot now, he should be the number one player in the league. But but we don't know yet. We don't. You're right. We don't know. But Giannis with the Giannis with with last year's skill set with with a jump shot mm-hmm. is the is the best player in the league. But just based off his development, Giannis he's came he's gotten stronger, know, bigger, faster. He has shot. His shot has gotten better. Yo, I gotta see it. His moves have gotten just better. Just like Jay Black said, I gotta you're right. see it. I hear you. His dribbling's got. But I gotta see it. I, I hear you. But if you're right, if you're like them and you're. The way Giannis works in the offseason, you're assuming that he has. He's, I'm, not, he's came, I'm not assuming anything. I'm, I'm not assuming, but I'm. I'm. I'll be shocked if he came back not being able to shoot the same way he did last year. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't. I would. He works very hard, Giannis. He he looks. Like, he looks like he works a lot in the offseason. But, but, but you don't get a jump shot over one summer. You can get a consistent. You can get a night. You can get a a respectable. Or, you can get something that people that people got step out at. You ain't guarding me in, in the paint no more. You got. I'm not saying like you can't have feet in the paint guarding Giannis no more. Like Kawhi was literally in the paint, and Giannis at three point line. Chilling. Like, right, what are we gonna do, Giannis? You come at me like, what are we doing? <laughs> he literally in the paint, waiting for him. So I do think Giannis has that. We'll add that to the arsenal. But um, he has to. Just so he you has know. to. Yeah, he has. But to. James at five. Paul George at ten was, I guess, he's a, he's a sneaky dark horse MVP candidate last year. He got Paul zero George. votes for first place. He, there was nothing sneaky about it. <laughs> he's, he's a third place vote though. He's a third. He came third last year, right? And he yeah. got zero. First place vote. Yes. Yeah. I understand that, but still. Zero. He, he still was a sneaky. He was a pop, people were throwing his name out there throughout the year. Yo, get Paul George yeah, out there. His he, name he, was in the rankings. He had a nice little run, keeping his team afloat. Coming in third, his name, his name was in there a lot of times. I'm not, not, not going to stop for that. You as good as your, last, as your last game? Nah, you're right. He did struggle versus... Uh... Struggle? <laughs> <laughs> Dayton blew the thunder from 40 feet. <laughs> That was a shot. That was a shot that ended Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> they really tore apart a franchise with like, that shot. Like, he put the final nail in the coffin with the franchise. Like, yo, y'all gotta end this shit like right now. Alright, so um I'm gonna turn over from that top ten list and we're gonna go to, to that top fifty list that I was talking about. And this was put out by Bleacher Report. I believe Oh, can I ask you one question about the um what you the, want? What's the, 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 the youngest what? who was the youngest player on his ESPN list? Giannis. The youngest best player besides Giannis, I mean. Who was the next like, young good player? Don Mitchell? Probably Jokic. Jokic, yeah, Jokic. Jokic's yeah. probably like 25, right? Like At 20. least on, on this top 10 list, it, it would have to be Jokic because, I mean, I, I'm going to assume. Okay. But uh, I, outside the top 10, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, I would you would hope to put somebody like Ben Simmons ben in that Simmons. category. I, that's what I'm, I'm one of those like, next, uh, Mitchell. those Mitchell, Ben's. Um, I, need, I need you to say Ben Simmons' name first. No, you know, you know they don't respect the real yeah, rookie. the real rookie of the year. Is he working in the offseason, Ben Simmons? You see, seen the footage, but I know, I, I, I know he does a lot of. To the I know he does a lot of work with the women. I don't know. Oh man, he, you and he love bringing he up moves his around. Court he stuff. moved yeah, he around. He moved around. Y'all are TMZ reporters. I didn't know we had TMZ correspondents. I know we had TMZ I'm just saying. I know flights. I know flights from LA to Philly to Australia was over within five hours each other. That's all I'm saying. I know. I know. When you got G5 jets, I'm pretty. So they, they be moving through the sky. I'm just, the I man don't know. moves was... quick. That's what I'm hearing. The man moves quick. Yo, let him move, man. He's 22. He's young. He's doing his thing. He's right. rookie of the year. Giannis, work, Giannis working. 
That's all I'm gonna say. Giannis is working. So is Ben Simmons. Giannis played in a uh, team, team Greece. Ben didn't even want to play for Team Australia. Because they stink. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, they had Patty Mills. Oh, they had yeah. a solid squad Team Australia. They beat USA. He, he just said, yeah, I'm like, don't even say that. So Patty Mills like, yeah, I'm good. They beat USA like that meant something this year. So did France. <laughs> yeah, like. I mean, beat USA too. Frank Nicholas team to beat USA too. Like, I'm not buying that. We going to talk about Frank? No. No, we're not. No, no. We're not. no we're what we're going to talk is the top 50 players list. No, we're not. He's <laughs> nowhere near that. Report. And, uh. I'm not gonna run through this whole list clearly and obvious for you know clear and obvious reasons. Is Melo on the list? No, 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 he's not on the he list. Was an honorable mention. But that's, that's, uh, I don't know. But Iverson isn't on the list either. I don't know about Ray Allen over Melo. I don't know about that. Okay, so let me run through. A, <laughs> right now. I'll, I'll run through a couple honorable mentions. There were uh, Jimmy Butler, Vince Carter, Ellen Brand, Chauncey Billups, Chris Bosh, Blake Griffin, Grant Hill, Al Horford, AI. Uh, a lot of these are Yo, a lot of, had a lot of these names shouldn't even be mentioned. Kyle, I know Kyle Lowry, Kevin Love, I did. Fifty all time. <laughs> Bro, I I I'm just saying. I swear that must have went him on air and came out the other. I didn't even hear <laughs> Al Horford's name. <laughs> Al Horford. I heard AI. I'm like, what AI is on top fifty? Chris Webber, um, Dennis Rodman, Gary Payton, uh, Dikembe, Lonzo. So they had a few names. Tracy McGrady, honorable mention. Sean Marion, Pete Maravich. T Mac shouldn't even be mentioning this. Why not? He played. He had what, like, total, total, total games played. Cumulus um, of what, maybe eight seasons. <laughs> okay, you, okay, you do. You're doing the time loss thing. Okay. Grant Hill too. Fair. That's hence. I mean, they're honorable mention. That, that's why, because I guess they're. That's more so a projection. If they had stayed healthy, We're not talking about they this. would probably have been in. You know. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not mad at that. But some of those players that were in the actual top fifty. Uh, we had Walt Clyde at 48, Isaiah Thomas 47. Pal Gasol, 46. <laughs> Pal Gasol at 46. Uh, Reggie Miller, 43. Uh, they have Kawhi down there at 42. Uh, Paul Pierce at 41. Clyde Drexler at 32. Uh, Paul Pierce is not better than Kawhi. I'm just, bro, I'm just, I'm just running through the list. Just, Steve, Nash, Steve Nash is 35. Steve Nash is not better than Kawhi. Yeah, Russell Westbrook? They had Westbrook's Russell. not better than Kawhi. What? Russell Westbrook is <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Bro, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to jump, jump to the 20s. 29, John Stockton. Chris, Chris Paul down there. Harden at 27. Harden's not better than Kawhi. Melo Dev should be on this list. <laughs> Yo, just, they had John, John Havlovich at 20, 26. Scotty, 25. Uh, they hate on Scotty. Number 19, Charles Barkley. Jerry West at 18, Dirk 17, KD at 15, Kobe Bryant at 14. Lord. Calm down. I ain't making past 14 yet. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I've been talking 14 for a whole week. (laughs) (laughs) Hakeem Olajuwon, 13. Uh, David Robinson, 12. 11 spot held down by the big O. And for the top 10, going from 10 to 1, Chef Curry, Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Tim Duncan, Shaq. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Kareem, who's that? Oh, LeBron James, and of course, MJ. So, gentlemen, the list is the list. Y'all heard it. Y'all already made y'all recommendations to the list while I was rattling it off. So, if you want to delve a little bit deeper into your discretions that you have with this list, feel free to do so. Kobe Bryant better than Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Yeah, so I mean, let, let's just start with the elephant in the room. Kobe Bryant at number fourteen. Kobe Bryant should be third. Literally, utterly ridiculous. As a matter of fact, I'm not gonna say third. But he should be in the top five. Facts. I, honestly, if you're gonna make the list with Mike at number one, I'm gonna need Kobe to follow it too. Like, and then you go round out the big men and do what you need to do with Wilt and you know whatever, whatever. Like, but that's how the list for me typically. I need to start with Mike, Kobe, MJ. 
And that 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 I mean I'm sorry, I'm sorry Mike Kobe uh, LBJ, that two and three is gonna is gonna shift soon. I think it already has shifted, but for the sake of this argument, I'm not gonna go there because I know he's gonna want to go there. I got a few places to go. <laughs> I got a few. But see, I I, I didn't want to make the declaration slime, but LeBron, I appreciate LeBron, you for that. LeBron beat the LeBron better Kobe. I don't know about that. <sighs> I don't know about that. That that that'll be a topic for another day. We might playing Paco so bad. We might have to spend a, a whole podcast on a, that I'm one. Playing Paco so that even being a question. Playing well, Paco so. Bro, Kobe got another top fifty person on his list in Paco so. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. And he if played Paco top fifty. Not been a little biatch <laughs> versus KG that first time. Kobe would have six right now. Yo, it wouldn't know, even be a question. You said Kobe should have had nine. He should. He should have <laughs> nine. So I don't. He should have nine. I don't even like you. Explain how Kobe should have nine. Yeah, please, please run through that because this this first of all, people this came through from the group chat. We were talking about this list. We had to run it through the group chat first because everybody was disgusted when I yeah, we, also the when heard about it. But then this man said that Kobe Bryant should, should have nine championship rings. The and also the Pistons, I need, I need for the people to explain that. For the people, I've never heard that Explain before. yourself. Nine? The year also the Pistons. Lost to the Pistons. That was all the turmoil year, shagging all the nonsense. And they got to act, right? they got to act together. They should have watched that Pistons team. Bill Ups and Rip Hamilton, Tayshaun mm-hmm. Prince, mm-hmm. Rasheed. Yeah, they were all bickering with each other. It was a nonsense. Phil had a book out. <laughs> it was a mess that year. It was a mess. That was a mess year. Shaq left went to Miami. That's been one. And he lost to the KG. The KG year. And he lost to Palgasol. Got bitched out by KG and Perk. Nonsense. That should have been eight right there. <laughs> that should have been seven. What are you Where am I at? <laughs> oh, seven. Oh, seven. Seven. And then they wasted like seven years of Kobe. In between after Shaq left and them getting Pau Gasol, the Chris Mim and Smush Parker error. I'll never forgive you for that. Never forgive you, Mitch Kupchak. How dare you put Kobe on the court with Chris Mim, Smush Parker, Sasha Vujacic. I'll never forgive them for that error right there. That's five years. Kobe doing nothing. So Kobe would have got two in within those five years, what you're saying. They gave him a team. They gave the man something. He got into the playoffs. He gave 81 to the Raptors. He got into the playoffs. He beat uh, the, the Phoenix Suns one game. Yeah, well, I was going to say one, <laughs> one game. <laughs> they he, had gave one. he gave him one. He gave him one. He had enough. He gave him one. He won the shot and all that. He did. He did that. He did do that. It wasn't enough. Hey, man. Yes, but back to what I was saying. Um, yes. My original point here is, my first point here is this. I know, I know we have the, we're the young guys of the podcast. 89, but I'm tired of seeing people who played in black and white on these lists. I'm sorry. I said it in the hip-hop list, and I'm saying it in the basketball list. If you were for color on TV, I don't want to see you on the list. Yeah, I don't want to see you on the list. I love Walt Fraser or some of the other guys. Uh, Bill Russell's. And the, yo, who did he play against? Five, ten Italian white guys? What's going on here? Yeah. Who did Bill Russell play against? Bill Russell was a 6'9 center. I'm not, I'm not really trying to see him on the list. It was, it was, it was Bill and... Um, there was like 12 teams in the league. And the only competition was Wilt Chamberlain. It was Wilt, right. <laughs> like, here. The only comp was Wilt. There was no three-point line. It wasn't what it was like, yo, there's no color on the TV. <laughs> What's happening here? Were they even wearing Nikes? Were they even wearing Nikes back then? Uh, I no, those look like some Hondo Havlicek got some, he got skateboard shoes on Havlicek. <laughs> he like, got some Vans on. <laughs> but, right, yo. but my thing is, like, I feel like if you put like, I can't say all black and white, like when I'm on Clyde wasn't in black and white. And I feel like if you put like Clyde's like seventy five, right? Clyde's seventies. If you put Bill Russell in the NBA today, I don't know if he's cooking. I don't know what he is. It might be a Mitchell Robinson, <laughs> poor, poor man's Gobert. Like, he's six nine. Oh. Is he really? Yes. Oh shit. He's a six nine center. I would, look, I would look like 7'3", Bill Russell. He looks like humongous. humongous, Bill Russell. Because but even standing next to the players now, yeah. he's kind of he's up there. Now. 
Like even with, uh, like when he when he hands out the award to the the MVP yeah, award, he handed right. it to like KD. I'm like him and KD be looking each other in the face. No, they're not. I, not. I swear, I swear to everything they are. It's like continue talking. I'm gonna bring up a picture. <laughs> like that's why that's my biggest issue with the hip hop list, the basketball list. It gotta be a cutoff for the for the old guys. So, so you new, you want an age the, limit? Yes, because new people are never gonna get in here. They're never gonna let newer guys get in. If these old guys, Havlicek, who's the people I saw him play, they're all dying off anyway. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Who saw Havlicek play? That's still watching basketball right now. Like, oh yeah, Havlicek can do this. No, we can't. <laughs> no, we can't. Hey yo, Havlicek can't guard anyone, any of the shooting guards. Yeah. He can't guard any shooting guard right now, probably. Like, what are you talking about? That's my that's my biggest issue with these older older basketball players. It's like, yes, they were great at their time, but at some point, their era has to get cut off. The like, list has to get cut off somewhere. This be like a maybe uh, yeah, I feel like seven seventy two. Yeah. Where's the cutoff at? We starting with Clyde Frazier and working up now. Like, where is the list getting cut off at? Because I think even Clyde's be time was old. Like, yeah, Clyde's time was old. But I feel like I, are we starting when the three point line was first sure. initiated into the league? Like, what's the cutoff there? Because before the three point line, it's a whole, what, it was a whole different NBA. What was basketball before three point line? A different brand of I don't everything. Know, I, I don't know who watched that basketball before three point line. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> out of three. Please. Without a three, no dunks. <laughs> yeah, uh, mad layups. I can imagine hard layups. Watching grown-ups play JV basketball. <laughs> <laughs> like a high school game, those old school games. Like that's my only thing. You look at the Wilt, the Bills, the Jerry West, um, Havlicek's. Those guys are just granted. Get it? I get it. They were great. They were legends of their time. But this new era of guys, we gotta start weeding the older out. So we can get some new younger bloods in there. Because some of the guys you said in honorable mention, they should be on this list. I feel you. Besides Melo. Um Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Vince Carter should not be on the list. Vince Carter should be on this list, I think. Vince Carter should be on this list. Why? Because of longevity? T Mac? Nah. No. Vince, Vince Carter's a really good Vince Carter, I think He was a good player. I think his um his he was a good his player. dunking ability and then his dunking ability makes him a top fifty. No, but I think I time? think I think that overshadows a little bit how, how good of a player. Oh, the rest Vince of the game, yeah. Like, actually was. Because like, even when he lo- not even lost the ability to dunk, but when he kind of like started shooting threes, yeah. it was like, damn, wait, you can shoot threes like no, this? Vince always been and a he good started shooting threes. Like but he he'd been able to shoot. Because I remember like I remember back when Iverson beat the beat the Raptors to get to the finals. Mm-hmm. Vince Carter was shooting the game. With, oh yeah, he was shooting the game in the three. I think the the dunk contest up overtook Why is a little Paul bit of, Millsap his, in the of his game mention? that people I'm saw. Sorry. I think Paul Millsap. <laughs> yeah, he's an honorable mention. Honestly, like, um, what? I, ain't, I ain't stretching out that far. Like bro, what? I ain't stretching it that far so Millsap can make it. Dub, dub did you find out how tall Bill Russell is? <laughs> oh no, I did not. Well, I'm trying to look for the. But I do think game. newer guys. Of course, I said Melo. Um, I do think. Uh, how do you feel about Steph being number ten? Let's get right to it. I'm not mad at it. It depends what kind of. If we're I'm not at, mad at it if Kobe was in the top ten. That's the only reason I'm mad at it. Like he, like there's just there's just certain people that should not be over Kobe and Steph Curry's one of them. Like and that's no disrespect to Steph Curry, but like come they on, had like, Steph as they had Steph as the number. They had him at ten. Two point guard. Oh, Nine two point Oscar guard. Robinson, yeah, nine and Oscar and Magic and Magic. Six ten, Bill Russell. So yeah, okay. So it's Oscar. So it's Magic one, Oscar two. So they had Steph as number three point guard the whole time. I'm. I'm, I can't. You can't get mad at that because Oscar averaged triple double. Man, I don't give. A- what year was that though? Oscar averaged a triple double. I heard that if you, I heard that if you bought Oscar, 70s. I've read some article this past week. <laughs> don't say that. They said if you if you if you bought um the pace of Oscar Robertson triple double into today's NBA. Oh. It would have been like seventeen seven to seven. Hmm. Hmm. Decent, but no. Not it. No, I'm not giving you that. 
That's my thing. Like we, I don't know what year Oscar Robert was. It seventy somewhere 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 around with Clay, Clyde Frazier time. I think they're in the same era. But still, it's like yo, no, no matter what, no matter what era you put Stephen Curry into the NBA. He's gonna cook. He's gonna do That's what he's fact. doing. Yeah. That's a fact. If there's a three point line. That's a fact. He's 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 changing your entire defense. That's a fact. But um, yeah, you gotta. Have Ma- I guess Magic will be in front of Steph. I'm putting Steph over Magic. I'll put Steph over Magic too. But um, people love. If you want to look at the passing ability, if you want to pass You you split it with that passing true passing point guard. I would say Magic. But a scoring the new age scoring point guard, I'm giving it to Steph. But if you want, if you want to say in turn, true passing ability, true for point guard, Josh Stockton should be higher than Magic. John Stockton has the most assists in NBA history. He does, but is he a great passer, Stockton, or he's a bigger passer than Malone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Magic can pass on. Magic made a lot of fancy passes. Now you're right. Stockton wasn't the fancy passer guy. He made he had his little moves and everything. He made his highlights, but Magic, you know, Magic Showtime. Magic, ah, I'm going right, going left, going back, right. <laughs> <laughs> Magic it was Showtime, Magic. Yeah, yeah. Magic, Magic Showtime was, was doing it with the passes. Magic like, was the showman, the showmanship it. of Magic. I think puts him over like, a big just time. Made Chris bounce, yeah. Bounce Stockton passes, clean, like, fundamental Magic. And it might have been between your legs, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like but Stockton like, was great, of course. And they had him at twenty nine, so I mean, mm-hmm. he was, it's not like they had him exorbitantly high, you know. And they kind of, the, ooh, they had Chris Paul over him. Thoughts? Chris Paul right there, twenty eight over John Stockton. Maybe he's a better scorer, Chris Paul. A little better score, I suppose. John Stockton would shoot though. Yeah. Mm. What's what's Stockton's number? What's Stockton's? What is what's his number? Fifteen thousand assists for his career. His third. That's his number. That's his number. <laughs> his, his, his per. His, <laughs> yeah. Fifteen thousand first and assists, first and steals. Stockton. I love to say. I know his defense yeah. and assists are locked down. Stockton. Yeah. Um. Chris Paul is in, in in the section for John Stockton. Chris Paul has a quote in there saying. I don't want to say no. I don't want to say never, but nobody's ever breaking that record. For facts, huh? nobody breaking that shit, especially now. Kidding me? No way. Yeah, that's impressive. Chris Paul even said, "I don't know how they. I don't know how they will count." He, he said, "No, he said, who was doing the stats in Utah?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a lot of assists to keep track of. Carl Malone, Wade. All right, I mean, yeah, that's the, it, it. Was a very interesting list. I just to Solid say, list. it's shaky though. It, it's, it's shaky. It's, in terms of how it's how they like layered it, but like with the names that are there, with the exception of like Combs is black and white, like yeah, I, I don't think they they should necessarily be there. But anybody else, I'm not even mad at. It. I'm not even mad at. It. I can't even. It's just it should literally be MJ, Kobe, LeBron, and then round out round out however I want. I, I really I really could care less. But you can put Shaq, then you put Wilt or whatever, whatever. They got Tim Duncan here at seven, so. Yeah, they had KG. Where? Oh, 16. Wait, can you can you say the top 10 again? Or Sure, sir. The top 10. Stephen Curry, Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Tim Duncan, Shaquille O'Neal at 6, Larry Bird at 5, number 4, Mr. Magic Johnson, Kareem at 3, number 2, LBJ, and number 1, MJ. So that is the top 50. Well, that's the top 10 out of the top 50. And that wraps up our wait, top... Wait, can I say something What up, man? What up? I'm sick of people saying Larry Bird is this great player. Like... I guess, great shooter? You <laughs> say 6'10". He was like, uh, he was like Dirk before Dirk, in a sense. I guess that's how... That and what's Dirk at? Dirk was uh, number 17, if I was not mistaken. So Dirk before Dirk is... Dirk, Dirk is number that 17? That was very... No, that caught me off guard. When you said Dirk is 17, I said I put that in my back of my head like... Hmm. 
That's so, a little high. So, Dirk over is than, 17. Over than Charles and, and Malone? Because they have ring. No, no, the reason why was because they have, because, was because he had a ring. So, Charles Barkley was the highest person without a ring in 19. Okay. And Malone was what? 20. 20, okay. Yeah. Like, but, literally um, right after. Okay. Yeah, right. Jerry West at 18. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I give, you beat LeBron. I'll give it to him. Those Celtics teams were stacked also. Like Facts. Nobody, nobody, there were, there were like seven Hall of Famers on that team? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, nah, I'm not trying to hear like, like they said Liver is fifth of all time. Fifth? The six ten white guy in the National Basketball Association? I mean, he was, bro, he was doing the damn thing, man. That that jump shot was lethal. Jumper was lethal, man. Niggas got it. Hey. Hey, um, the crack a... era is over, people. That's my thing. Now, you don't look at this right now. You said Ray Allen at 46. I'm taking Clay Thompson Ray Allen. Who? Clay Thompson. <laughs> yeah, I might I might do like, that too. I'm, I'm not, I'm there's not, people in this era right I'm now not, that... I'm not, I'm not taking Clay Thompson There's people that need to be in top 50. Like, Ray Allen... Uh, Amazing shooter, Ray Allen. There's conversations what? I'm not and discussions too. There's, there's, there's people on his list if that are like Ray Allen. Today's NBA, he will be looking. He, he will be. He will probably be going shot for shot with Steph. Mm. I like, like Ray Allen. Currently, Ray Allen has the most threes in the NBA. He, right, he didn't. He didn't play in, in the in the era where you could shoot. 10 well, I'll say one thing. I'll say. Right, right. I don't, I'm not gonna take Ray Allen on the list, but Ray Allen's on the list as a specialist. He's Clay not Thompson. specialist though. And Clay Thompson got me on his list. Then. Ray Allen was not a specialist. Ray Allen was also in the Slim Duck contest. Like, we all have Bungie. Ray Allen was dead nice. Don't forget Jesus Shuttlesworth, my man. He, didn't make it, he made it for his shooting, Ray Allen. He's on that list for his shooting ability. He was a, a good, he was a solid overall player, Ray Allen. But he's on his top 50 list for his shooting ability. The lights out shooter. That's why he's there. He was a lights out bucket getter. Don't get it twisted. You, don't get it, like, yo, don't get, don't, don't, don't compare Clay Thompson. To I, I hear you, but. The offense ran through Ray Allen. The offense ran through Steph and Kevin Durant. Like well, you could run the offense through Clay. I, I think. I think you run the offense through Clay. We saw the offense run through Ray Allen when he averaged like twenty five. Easily. What was the best year in Milwaukee? I think it's best. It's, Milwaukee. Best. What about Seattle? <laughs> I think. What are we talking about? Like, I, I think he had better numbers in Milwaukee. I think. No, I think he had better numbers in Milwaukee. I think he had better numbers in Milwaukee. No, no, he had better numbers in Milwaukee. Ray Allen. He definitely had better numbers in Milwaukee. His pals in Seattle. He started out in Milwaukee. I'm fine right now. Complicated. I gotta find Ray Allen. I'm sorry. You hate no Ray Allen. Highest year. You hate no Ray Allen. What's his career averages too? Since since you got it up. His highest year in Milwaukee is 24.5. Highest year in Seattle, 26. 26.4. Okay. See, you wasn't watching Ray Allen, like I said. In 55 games, mind you. (laughs) Not a full season. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Granted, he started all 55. You're right. But. You wasn't watching Ray Allen. Uh, at the end of the day, that's why I got from this conversation. I watch Ray Allen. Ray Allen got buckets. I love UConn. I've been watching Ray Allen since UConn. But I'm taking Clay Allen over him. Clay Allen. I'm taking Clay Thompson over him. I'm taking AI over him, too. I might take AI. I'm taking Allen Iris over him, too. I'm not taking Clay Allen. AI, AI's got to be in top 50. Like, he's pound for pound one of the best players of all time. His yeah, size, he, he has to be in top 50. You can't have Westbrook over AI. And that team, I'm not giving you that. I'm not giving you Westbrook over AI. Westbrook in there. I'm not giving you Westbrook at 27 and AI not on the list. He has a triple over three years in a row. Like, yo, I know, I, know, I, know you, I know you don't yeah. like it, but you got to respect no. that. No. You know he's not going to respect that. I'm not that. respecting what? that. Because then no big man even trying to stop him. What big man? Every team in AI's era had enforcers down low ready to contend with them at the rack. No one's jumping with Westbrook, really. Who, who, who time out? Time out. <laughs> Uh-oh. What, where, where are we really going with this? That there was big men trying to stop. I'm, I'm just saying, there's no big men nowadays. So Westbrook easily... Can get the, Westbrook can get to the rack a lot more easier in this era than Allen Iverson's era. He's not getting beat up. 
He's not getting the physical hand checking or anything. So why are you singling out Westbrook? Because he's the because he hates because, Westbrook. No, no, because that's the he's the type of player that's on the list. And when I look at wow, Westbrook at twenty seven and AI not even on the list is like that's probably his com- that's probably his direct competition to be on the list. Probably they're not going to put AI like a shooter or anything. But you look at him as a combo guard and compare him to the other combo guards on the list. For Westbrook to be that high and takes Harden to be that high and a score like AI and Mel not even be on the list is. It's questionable. It's questionable. It's questionable. They all get buckets. We talking buckets. We talking buckets right now. They get buckets. They all know get buckets. That's what we talking at. Harden gets, you know what I'm saying? People get buckets, of course. But like Elgin, I didn't see Elgin Baylor. What year was Elgin Baylor a thing? Who cares? But he's at, he's at 20. Was that, was that but he's, at, he's at 20, 21, I think. Was Elgin, Elgin Baylor. Baylor black and white? He's right, he's right behind nah, Carl Malone, he, though. He got a little color. That, that's when the color just started getting yeah, popular. But he's, like, TV, but he's right like, behind Carl Malone and those guys. Like, if he's at 24, that's. You don't hear his name thrown up that often in the top twenty-five, top thirty list. I've never seen the Elgin Baylor highlight. Same here. I mean, you just you just like know about you know him the name because yeah, he was name. on the Lakers. Like you know the name. You know two K. He's always like a ninety-five and two K or whatever <laughs> on the Hall of Fame teams. Like he's always that nice. But like I don't know, what he does. I don't know what Elgin Baylor did. I don't know what he did really well. well I mean, I'll let you know he averaged twenty-seven point four points, thirteen point yeah, five rebounds, and four point three assists. And man, did work obviously. Can you, can you look up Bill Walton on that list? What was Bill <laughs> he Bill was a thirty-nine, if I'm not mistaken. Bill Walton was 39. Bill Walton. That man has like... Top 10 announcer. I'll yeah, 39. That. Top 39. 10 announcer, Bill Walton. Top 10 announcer. That's how Bill gets it. That top man five. is... Might be top five. Facts. Very entertaining. Very entertaining basketball announcer. <laughs> Very entertaining basketball He, he shouldn't be in the top 50, though. He shouldn't? No. He was hurt too much. Yeah. I mean, there, uh, there's a lot... Of, with, with these lists, I feel like you kind of... You need to separate it and then bring it together. You need to do it by error. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We need, where Pat you in at? So you're 38. Oh, I'm about to say. Hey, you calm down. Just right right. I ain't see Patty. I ain't see Patty you once. Look at me. Yeah, man, was 37. I'm going to keep it a buck. There's some what? people I didn't say that. I'm going to keep it a buck with you, though. Melo's better than Patrick Ewing. Hey, I'm... It's New York at the end of the day, so I'm not... You can, they can fight for the crowd in New York. It's like, not New York. It's Carmelo Anthony and Patrick Ewing. New York has nothing to do with this. It has everything to do with it. They both, they both made their claim to fame is New York. That, that is their claim to fame. They tried to come here and make the city great. And they just, they just didn't. <laughs> they not both to tried. say they didn't get it done. <laughs> they both tried. Yeah, but it's just like they, they, well, they, they failed. They, to the Knicks had their chances yeah. back in the 90s. But, but I say they both need to be on his list. Yeah, they both yeah, deserve to be on his absolutely. list. I don't know if Patrick does. Patty, no, Patty Deppy does. Come on, Patty, that. you Deppy does. that slime. Patty, you Deppy does. Don't, don't do that. Patty, you Deppy does. Slime about the man. Man, on that note, we gonna wrap up this talk. We gonna take a last time out, and we gonna be back. But I'm past the prime segment, man. It's PTP. Stay with us. I lost my daddy the same week that they lost Nipsey. Ain't got no love left in my heart. My shit be empty. I'm ready to fire on all my eyes. Let a nigga tempt me. And the day I die, I bet the John going out in history. I ain't solo. I been starting. No hole. It's a no go. I don't want you. And everybody wondering why he come round and don't say nothing. Cause it be so long. It be so long. I can't do nothing. Put yourself in my shoes. Like I abandoned a race, and you ran in my place. Shoes too big, but the used hair strands is a lace, and they break. When it's hot outside, you don't want fans in your face. Well, you might want a fan in your face. What when up? Got the heat Johnny Dubs, past their prime. Gotta keep it cool. Hey, PTP, PTP, episode five zero four. This is the past their prime segment. This week, my eighty nine brethren got a couple people that they dug up that are worthy of this nomination. A couple people been stinking it up throughout the week. And have been made worthy of this nomination of past their prime. 
Gentlemen, who you bring to the forefront? Who are we introducing to this two for 20? And are we ever going to upgrade them from the two for 20? Or are we just going to keep them right there with that? They, they good there? They good with the two for 20? No no upgrades, no extra coupons? They don't get a Groupon? Nothing? Nah, that's why. Nah? <laughs> two for 20 it is then. So who's up? Talk to me. 89. I'll go first. I'll have to go on the basketball lines. My PTP is the Oklahoma City Thunder. The whole organization. Damn. The, the whole town of Oklahoma. Not, no, no, Damn. No, 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 no. I give it that. I love Oklahoma City. I love Oklahoma City. I was going to say, like, they got a... Oklahoma very... City, different story. OKC. I'm attacking y'all. Right now, we can get to the team aspect of it, but I think OKC needs to leave Oklahoma right now. Damn. I think it's time to up and move the franchise either to Seattle, Vegas, those are my top two options, Seattle or Vegas. I like the Vegas one. Go back to your home place. I'm, I'm, I, I can't think of anyone else in East, but maybe I don't think Jersey. Not no, fuck Jersey. Um, <laughs> but that's where your Jets play. What you mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that traffic. I don't know that. No one's. We don't need any more traffic right, on that on <laughs> fucking ninety five. Right? No more traffic going because of bridge and all that shit. Fuck Jersey. But Seattle, going back to where they want you to be at. Where they have space for you at, where you originally came from, would be a great move. Or, you know, in the money scheme, that Las Vegas move would be the big one. And honestly, it would turn OKC from a small, shitty market <laughs> to a great, big market just being in Vegas. Everyone wants to play in Vegas, I'm assuming. You would easily be able to attract top quality for agents. Fans would, I'm sure you saw it every single night, fans being in Vegas, the gambling. It would be a spectacle, honestly. It'd be yeah, a spectacle. It'd be a huge spectacle. The number one draft pick would be, be awesome. Number really famous in Vegas. He'd be on all the posters and all the hotels out there and everything. Hosting pool parties. Host, yeah, it would, it would be a spectacle with an NBA team in Vegas. I think it should be happening very soon. Um, We're going to run down OKC. We got Kevin Durant, uh, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Serge Ibaka, um, Reggie Jackson. Uh, Deion Waiters, so many talented players that have came and left. And you can all blame Sam Presti. I look at it as twofold. One, not just for an NBA player to want to live in Oklahoma City, it's I think it's getting outdated. I feel like Oklahoma City as a, as a young NBA player, I think that's one of the biggest disadvantages Oklahoma City has is that I don't think there's much nightlife in Oklahoma. Mm. I'm, I don't. I never been there. <laughs> I don't want to shit on them right now, but OKC, I don't know. You don't even have a Bourbon Street, I feel like. You don't have a Brooklyn. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just the middle of nowhere, rural lakes, fishing, barbecues. NBA players doesn't want to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. And I'm you know what I'm saying? So that's a, that's a huge disadvantage right there for Oklahoma City. So like, even right now, they're going to tank this year. Whoever they drive, I'm assuming in four or five years, it's going to be the same program. Because I don't even know if they're gonna tank this year because if they go into the t- if they go into to the NBA season with their current roster, they're not bad enough to tank, but they're just they're not good enough. I'll be shocked to see if they play the game for them. But I think I think they'll be middle. Of, I def- definitely <laughs> I think, think they'll be middle of the I'll pack. I'll be shocked if he plays the actual basketball game for the Oklahoma. Like middle of the pack to the point where they're not gonna stink enough to get a draft yeah, pick. Yeah, but if if he does play, mm-hmm. they're not bad. Oh, enough you're to right. Tank. Because oh, you're because right. they, because yeah, you have all these young players in draft picks, mm-hmm. but then you also have Chris Paul, Gallinari, and Stephen Adams. That's true. And th- th- those are three NBA players. Facts. Like who are good enough to win you some games? Seth Schroeder. Yeah. Um, you're right. Shaq Lizzy. Shaq Lizzy. I don't know what they're doing right now. That's the, and that's 
And that's one of the biggest points with what they're doing. Now, they benefit from having great fans. They have college-style fans that, even though they don't have a star player on the team right now, they'll show up. Yeah. They'll, show, they'll go out and support the team. They'll watch. It might not be pretty this year, next year, but they'll go and support them. This kind of team, and honestly, this kind of team in like a, uh, in like a Miami, maybe, or a Utah, it might not work. <laughs> the Brooklyn, yeah, it, would, it wouldn't. Brooklyn Nets, it's not going to work for them. because not, people aren't gonna show, I'm not wasting my time to go watch y'all, just thinking. That's like, <laughs> There's that's way too much stuff to do in New York. Exactly. And that's the one advantage Oklahoma City does have. But I do think that teams need to start moving away from these small rural towns. Unless you can get a, the backing of a state like Indiana Pacers can. The Pacers get a huge following just because the whole state of Indiana loves basketball. But Oklahoma City is a football town. See, I, I, And you're not going to change them from college football, NFL football, to basketball people. See, I think that... I agree that Sam Presti and Oklahoma City Thunder need to uh, pass the prime. Mm-hmm. But I think it all went downhill when they chose the Bach over Harden. Oh, facts. But, but that's also a money issue. Uh, yeah, but, yo, as, 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 like, one of the East famous quotes, you got to pay to play. Like, if you really want to win a championship in the NBA, oh, yeah. you're going to be over the luxury tax. You're either going to be over the luxury tax or you're going to strike gold with someone on the rookie contract. Facts. That's that's the only way. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's no other way around it. If you have veterans, if they're not like so, I think that's when everything changed for them. Because number one, you should you should have you should have just took the L and paid both of them. Oh yeah, paid all of them. At least rent it back one more year. Mm-hmm. See see where it went, and now you have Harden as a restricted free agent. You can see what you want to do. Yep. But you traded him prematurely, and that right there, th- that was when it was over. Facts. You definitely set the franchise back a little bit. And you know, the boy genius, boy wonder, Sam Presti, he's been there his whole time, since KD years. And he just got a new contract last offseason. Got he a made, long leash. Yeah, he made the Westbrook deal. You hear a lot of things about him, all positive mostly. But uh, I don't know. I think that whole operation might be a little PTP. <laughs> I just want to clean the whole thing up, get him out of, get him out of OKC. Get him in Vegas. Get him in Seattle. Get him in Washington. Get him in. Get him somewhere where life is booming. <laughs> okay, I don't want to say the OKC, but they're a football. It's a football state, Oklahoma. It's football. Football first and football second. They don't even have NFL. They don't have NFL team for a reason. Everyone goes to Oklahoma football. Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma State. They're football true and true. Even high school football is huge out there. So I feel like instead of trying to force. Them to be Thunder fans now that they don't have Westbrook, Durant, Harden. It's just time to just pack it up and go. Vegas is waiting for him. I'm assuming Vegas is waiting. Hmm. You got football coming. Baseball's coming around the corner. Vegas is waiting and ready for a basketball team. And that's why I suggest that the OKC Thunder go so they can become a, a power. And then you'll have a division. What is the division with uh, is them, Memphis. Um, not not. Are they, yeah, because it's Yeah, yeah. So Seattle, uh, well, not um, um, Portland. Yeah, so you put them in Portland. You get them with us, uh, uh, Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah. No, Sacramento. Well, no, they're on the Western Coast. They're, they're the Lakers. Lakers, Golden State, Sacramento, and Phoenix in that division, I believe. Southwest. Southwest. Well, they, they might have to move a couple of things. Maybe move a team here, move a team there. But I think you can get it done where they go to Vegas. Maybe move Memphis or maybe move. Uh, they probably wouldn't move anybody. Anybody, you're right. Nobody move anyone. I mean, he's lazy like that. Facts. <laughs> oh, facts. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I think there are better opportunities for these, especially with NBA making so much money now. You don't want to have a team like OKC just out there plotting around. It almost happened in New Orleans. Um, I think they, I think they gave him Zion Williamson. So it doesn't Facts. happen in New Orleans, honestly. Facts. The same thing would happen in New Orleans right now. If they didn't have Zion Williamson. That was so, way too convenient. You know what I'm saying? Anthony Davis wants to leave, and now all of a sudden, and New Orleans, another, insert Zion. And New Orleans, another well-known football first, football second state. <laughs> LSU Saints. You don't got time for basketball out there. They do, but they don't. <laughs> so, I think that the NBA maybe can uh, move a couple teams here, move a couple teams there, get a basketball basketball country going again. Because there are some teams that are just struggling, and they, it's not their fault. It's the economics of it, but. Some owners got more money than other owners, clearly. I'll be all for that move. I'll be for it, too. And if your own, honestly, if your owner can't afford to go be in a big market, maybe we can find another owner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you ain't got Vegas pockets, go find somebody with Vegas pockets. I'm sorry. About making money, Adam Silver. About making money. Hey, I know the guy in OKC is probably an extremely nice guy. Hell of a nice guy, probably. Donates charity and all that. But if you can't afford his biggest bill, I'm going to find somebody that can. We're going to Vegas, is all I'm going to say. Every team has a, team, a sport in Vegas. Every sport has a team in Vegas. It makes sense. I concur. It makes sense. Too much money. Too much money out there. That's my past their prime. Oklahoma City Thunder. Pack them up. Ship them somewhere else. Respect. Next up, Slime, 89. But we at with it. My past the prime, I, I'm actually going to leave the sports world and go to the entertainment world. Oh, leaving sports altogether. Nice. Yes, leaving sports. You know, there's a show started a couple, of, maybe six, I think six or seven years ago. So, so on Stars, hmm. used to be a Saturday, Saturday night show. You know, I used to go out to my day parties on Saturday, come home, and the first thing I'll do is watch is watch Power. I used to I used to be such a rush to watch it. it used to be such an excellent show, but now somewhere along the lines. It's turned from a show about the, I guess you could say what was one of the best drug organizations in the city to a soap opera. Very empire-ish. Very empire-like. Yeah, it's, it's a soap opera that takes place within, within the drug world of New York City. And it's like, um, I guess the show used to kind of be realistic. Somewhat, at least people people would, I guess, speak in code every now and then, not just come out blatantly say, yo, I'm going to stab this guy by the park today. But I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't know. I can't figure quite figure out when the switch happened and when Power became a bad show. But it is, it is definitely a bad show. Courtney Kemp, Curtis Jackson. <laughs> um, y'all got to hold this out right now. Like, I'm, I'm too... And I'm mad because I'm too invested to stop now knowing that this is the last season. Like, I, I need to finish it out to see what happens. But where's the continuity in the show? Where's the storylines? Where's the character development? Where is the, as Dub pointed out before we started recording today, the, for, the foreshadowing is horrible. <laughs> Awful. Almost every single episode this season, when there's a scene with Lala, somebody mentions Holly. <laughs> Like, yes, we know Lala's going to die, and Tommy's going to do it. We are all aware. Yes, we know. We know. But, like, can you at least... Where, where's the subtleties of, you know, 
Where's the misdirection, the you know, subtlety, the... I'm going to step in. I'm going to contribute some of this to the bad acting. Because it's like, you can sometimes read their faces and their expressions, their emotions, or it's like, okay, so, like, yeah, that's clearly going to happen soon or next or next up. Like, or just just the way they word certain things or the way they emphasize certain things. It's just like, really? So, you're... you're Essentially, if anybody's paying attention, it's like, you're telling me what's going to happen. Or, like, you're telling me what's going to come in the next bar. Like, you're telling me what's coming next round. That's essentially what, like, that's essentially what they do with every setup. If you're paying attention. I think it's don't. a... I feel like power has gotten... I don't want to say lazy as it got more popular, but you're right. The first four, what, first four seasons, I guess, maybe you, five seasons. You, you said up until I'm until the Lobo stuff. I'm yeah. Up until Lobo ended. Exactly. That was probably the first four seasons, I believe. First, even the first five, when he's going to um, he's doing all stuff back and forth with the money guy in the club and everything, talking mm-hmm. about the clubs and stuff like that. That was all very believable, very solid storyline back then. Yeah. As it, it got more popular, and I don't know if it's on the stars end, I don't know if it's on the powers end, I don't know if it's on the directors end, but. It seems like they've taken the acting and the writing part for granted, it seems like. I think what probably happened is they probably ran out of the story, of the original story. Mm-hmm. And now they're, started, they're probably writing out it of, as they uh, go now. Improvising. Yeah, because whereas, whereas before, they probably had a set story that they wanted to show out. Mm-hmm. Like, and that might have been the Lobo's joint. Yeah, you're right. They probably, they probably, the set story probably could have been just three seasons. Like three or four seasons. And three, then the fact, the fact that it was so popular, mm-hmm. they were like, yo, we got to continue this. Facts. But how do we continue it? And then it's just like, yo... My question, one of my biggest questions that I have for Power this season, Ghost and Tommy are two of the most, according to the show, two of the most lethal people in New York City history. Alleged. Mm-hmm. No, it's not even alleged. We've seen mm-hmm. their work. We've seen both of their works. Mm-hmm. Now, these two most lethal people mm-hmm. in, in New York City should be at war with each other, and they keep shooting, but they keep missing. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen them take so many shots and miss throughout the, the whole five seasons before this. Is this season six or season seven? Six. Six. Yeah, so the whole five seasons before this, I've, ne- I've never seen them miss so many shots. Now, suddenly, they can't hit a bull. They can't hit... What, what's the quote in the the, 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 the board's out of a barn or something like that? Board's out of a barn. Like, I don't know what's going on. Tommy's... I'm not going to get this. Tommy, in case, no, in case you, hadn't, you haven't seen the last episode, Tommy's a maniac. I'm, I'm, everybody knew that. Was they one in the blue coats? The blue coat cops, where y'all at? That's all I didn't know. The little beat walkers and they walking the streets, paddy wagon guys, where y'all Bro, at? Bro, you would think New York City cops didn't exist in Facts. power. Where y'all I ain't never seen, all you see is the, AS, a, the a- AUSA, AUSA, AUSA and AUSA. the DA's office and Facts. all these attorneys and higher ups. Where the, where the beat cops? Like, exactly. where the, like who's controlling the beat? Where's McNulty in them? Like, like, walk a beat, fam. Like, yo, y'all need help. The new shorty who is Sax's partner. For the details, she's a go hard. She's a, she's a detective, so she's NYPD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she, why is she the only police in the show? What happened to good old good police? Police, <laughs> like freaking Tony. I don't, the, I don't know. That's the a way Ghost and Tommy moving, this is not going down unless the Freeman and, and Bunk Boyle's watch. <laughs> not at all. Who calls let Sax live at the end? What'd you say? Who calls let Sax be the last type of standing? Dead ass. Oh, like, like, the thing is, like, Sax is gonna go. He has to. Oh, of course, he's doing too much. He's doing way he too much. To. He's gonna go. He's, he's, way too he's, much. he's playing a lot of dangerous, I'm just saying, with a lot of dangerous um, people. Who calls let him actually make it this far? Like Sax, Sax, really? Like he could have killed three seasons ago when he killed um <laughs> when he killed the guy sleeping with Angela. Knox, Knox, Knox yeah. <laughs> he could have killed Sax then. That's yeah. why Sax is so mad because he thinks like, Ghost killed Knox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sax is, <laughs> is all over the place, he's all over the place. and Sax. he's all over the place and wrong. Like, yes, like, <laughs> just dead wrong and everywhere. Like, like everywhere. bro, fam, they told they told you Tommy did it, and you're like, 
Oh, so you, you just you, you, you just start to protect ghosts. I get it. Right, yeah, like, no, fam. You're not listening, fam, bro. <laughs> Proctor was sitting there like, wait, what? <laughs> what? Like, bro, I just told you who did it, like, bro, bro. He was like, nah, but I, but I need ghosts. Like, I, he didn't do it. Like, I can't give it to you. Like, he didn't do it. Bad show. Like, <laughs> this is and I'm, this I'm is my so, take. I am so angry at myself for for continuing to watch this because I feel like I feel like I enabled it. I'm I'm part of the problem. Yeah, we I are. Should, I should have stopped watching it when it got while, bad. Yeah, a while yeah, ago. Nothing else on TV right now, though. Top, I, and that's what power used to have. Game of Thrones and Power back to back, but now it's just like Power and that's it. Yeah, like nothing else on Sunday besides football. Yeah, I don't like even know. Regular syndicated shows are uh, lacking, as the kids would say. <laughs> <laughs> they really lack it right for, now. For anyone who hasn't who hasn't started watching it yet, checking the Top Boys, yeah. Hey, bro, <laughs> bro, Top Boy. Mm-hmm. Top Boy's an amazing show. Right. Top Boy Summer House is the original. After you watch Top Boy Summer House on Netflix and then watch Top Boy. Great show. So did Drake do it justice bringing it back? I've only seen the first three episodes. It's okay. Right. It starts way slower because it's 10, seasons, 10 episodes mm-hmm. to the new one. To the four. Yeah. The BBC four episodes. Yeah. So right. they get it popping ASAP. Nice. Like the show starts out with a robbery. Is Drake in the show? I haven't seen him. Okay. I hope not. <laughs> I mean, he did, he, did, he, did, he did do a whole Hopefully. playlist. Is everyone, is everyone wearing OVO or not? Good Lord. Because <laughs> he would be the guy, like, just mad OVO, OVO scattered throughout London. Like, only really, bro? Like, really, bruv? Like, come on, man. I mean, he, he, did, he did do the whole, the whole um, More Life playlist, which, which was very heavily English or oh, British. Man. So I don't know. I'm, that is true. That he is he true. hasn't been in the first three episodes. That's the all British I can tell Drake, you. the culture <laughs> British vulture, Drake, Aubrey Graham himself, oh, culture vulture. But enough of Drake. Power come catch his L. Facts. Five seasons. Well, let me not say all five seasons. At least four seasons of nonsense. Five, maybe three. I got. I got to go back and watch. But y'all definitely catching three L's for the last three seasons of Facts. Just pure okay. just and utter nonsense. Hey, like, Lobos was the fourth one. Fifth was even the. Fifth I don't one, even. I, even I don't think Lobos he, was around for four seasons, bro. What was it, even one when he was in jail for most of the season? That, that, was, that was two seasons ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that was two seasons ago. So that, that was a bad season. So that was season four. So Lobos wasn't around for four yeah, well, seasons. He so was season three then Lobos. I didn't mind season four when he's in jail. And we, yeah, we, yeah, first, yeah, we, yeah, we first met Proctor. We first met Proctor. Proctor that wasn't bad. and the whole Teresi. Yeah, the Teresi and Now that guy's stupid, Teresi. Yeah, that's what. But when he first met Proctor and they first brought in um the black guy, and got choked out. Who's Terry, 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 Silver? Terry Silver. It was, it was, it was alright though. It was, it was right. shaky. It was shaky. It was, it was yes. shaky at best because then best. Silver became the love interest of Tasha. Exactly. That's and when it got crazy. That's when like, okay. I was like, like now you get too much. Y'all now just turned everything into a love story. Like, Yo, right. by the way, what what y'all doing to Tasha? Tasha looks. How is she? She was the queen pin three seasons ago. She got no money, and that's out here begging Tommy for bread. Like not yeah. even begging. To, like yo, now you back to the corners. <laughs> oh yeah, she you, you, you was leaving to, You was cleaning the money. You ain't got a savings. You like, <laughs> you ain't got a savings account. Like, what's going on? There? You was cleaning the money before. You had no. You had you had nothing to do with the drug game. Now apparently, you Ghost is clearly pulling the strings because he he ain't left her with a dime. Like <laughs> she can't go to the penthouse. She's out here struggling for bread, and she's out here pushing packs for some random guy on the streets of Queens. And the like, th- and the thing is <laughs> how. How far the mighty have fallen? Like, and the thing how is, we got there? Tasha, you look at Shaky and Chanel and and and, and oh, Keisha man. out here with the bags. Like, oh, Tasha, Keisha, you need some help? Yeah, Keisha looking at you crazy. Yeah, like, you need some help? Like, damn, you begging to cash in for a refund? But Tasha, baby, Tasha, baby girl, baby girl. <laughs> I don't know what that's crazy. Baby girl, baby girl. Then give you a dollar. Your um, <laughs> your ex husband and your best friend are, as I said, two of the most lethal people in New York City. 
And this 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 drug dealer is pressuring you from extorting you for money. And instead of going to your best friend telling him that you know this guy is extorting me and letting him handle it, because you know he would have no problem putting a bullet in Zig's head in broad daylight. Facts. That's that's just how the man Tommy rolls. <laughs> instead of doing that, you decide to ask him for money. Shaky baby. Then you go then you go and scheme with the guy to try and sell drugs for him and shit. Yeah. Tasha, what are you doing? That whole family on 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 on. I don't know what's happening in that family right now. The the, the Saint James Saint Patrick family. <laughs> Ghost is out here doing some crazy shit. They all are. Tariq, Tariq is wild. He a wild mess, Tariq. I thought you were telling me was kill my dad. Like, what's, <laughs> going on what's going on here? The dynamic between Tariq, Ghost, and Tommy. What is happening? The nigga kicked out of school for taking out for selling baby aspirin. Yo, his whole story on season's been messed. Yo. Get Tariq out of it, son. I, I, get Tariq hope, out I of hope they didn't get the two million. I really nah. hope they don't get the two million. Get Tariq out of it. Oh Just for God. him getting kicked out of the prep school for the, the drugs or whatever. Then you think you're gonna get over on the mafia, my nigga? <laughs> you're gonna get over on the. You're gonna go to Queens and get over on the mafia with baby aspirin. But while robbing your godfather, who's a plug, like you're robbing my, your own godfather to supply bro, the mob. Like who created this boo boo the fool plan over here? What, <laughs> what kind of nonsense is this toddler plan? What is this shit? He's not built for this. <laughs> they took baby aspirin and thought the mafia, the mafia <laughs> wouldn't, mind you, the mafia wouldn't work with you in the first place. Pop, pop. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it a thousand. They would have called Ghost two episodes ago, like, yo, come get your son. <laughs> the nigga wild. Go get your son. <laughs> this nigga's crazy right now. He in Queens wild. Go get your son. I don't know how he even got to Queens. Like, yo, come get your son, yo. The nigga wild. He would have been got called up by one of the OGs oh. in the mafia. One of the dons of the called Ghost, like, yeah. We got your uh, Tariq out there. Go, go, go get this nigga. Because we're about to kill him. Facts. And now that, and now that, uh, this, that's the new latest plot twist. All Tommy and Go got to work together to try and save Tariq. And we from, all knew uh, that from the mafia. Happen. From the mafia guys. Of course. I mean. And the question that I have, my fault for making this a power conversation right now. But, but like. <laughs> I really, I really have a question though on. Your man's hurt. My fault, Benny. But, um, Proc- Proctor's cousin is in the mafia. Mm-hmm. And Tariq is doing business. Now, I'm not no mafia expert. I know that I know I know enough to know the different families, but I know all these families know each other. Mm-hmm. So how does how is Proctor's family in the mafia, and he has no idea who all these other mafia people are. He had no idea Teresi what was was a snitch. Like he, had, how do you not know any of this? But your cousin, it looks like one of the higher ups. No one fell in. At least yeah. in general, it's to yeah. some degree. Like he, he, he a couple. Yeah, <laughs> facts, facts. Your cousin makes. He, I know he. And what we would call corporate corporate America, he's a decision maker. Right. <laughs> like, and you knew that from the, from the second he offered his services to off Ghost and Tommy yeah. to solve the situation. And it was just like, whoa, oh my, damn, bro, slow down. Like, but he's ready at all times. I don't know, man. I do not know with power. Actually, I do know. It's bad. It's a bad show. Courtney Kemp at fifty, y'all can share two for twenty. Well. I'm I'm just submitting them for the application for two, for the. No, no, they 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 need to go sit over dinner, sit over to a ten dollar steak and, and discuss some things. That's that's. You what know, they need I don't want to be mad at them or the Stars Network because is this Star Wars we're talking about? It ain't HBO, it ain't Showtime, it ain't Cinemax, it ain't the uh, FX, it ain't NBC, ABC. This is like the the this is probably like the thirtieth place. I, I, yeah, I, I, didn't even, yeah. I didn't even heard stars before before power. Not I, never, sure, not, I used to know stars. Stars had the movies. Uh, yeah, exactly. I never stars heard stars stars power. I, I, knew, sure. I knew stars for the movies and they, and they had Spartacus. But also the fact that like it makes me question the whole BMF series now. 
Because <laughs> you know, because you know that that, that that's fifties pushing that. I that's hope that stars. does not have too much stars influence. Like, that's gonna be on stars. Yeah, no, I just hope it doesn't have too much stars. Stars, open the, the open. network influence. Hopefully, like. the money they brought in from Power will give them better stuff for BMF. Better actors. Better actors. Yeah, yeah let's start better there. Writers, better actors, actors, and writers. Let's start yeah, there. Hopefully, yeah, we brought some money in. Now Good open the book. Lord. Open the checkbook up. Give us some, give us somebody. Like because that's really what I think. I don't know if it's, it's the stars or the the show with Fifty Cent and and uh it's both and um what's they the, all share what's it. the other the ladies Courtney Kemp Courtney Kemp yeah Kemp. I was like maybe they want to do certain things but it's like damn we going to make this to happen with this certain amount of budget from stars because it's stars you know I, personally I think that I I don't think they're using enough of 50's influence because I'm pretty sure if Courtney Kemp would want the Fifty like okay so we're gonna have the mafia pressuring Tariq and to sell drugs to them huh hmm. Since when does the drug dealer get pressed into selling drugs to somebody? Selling drugs to somebody? Not even like, yo, not even I'm taking it, but yo, you need to sell drugs to me? What part of the game is that? You keep up a quota for the mafia? Tariq? <laughs> now, I get it. I get he's in school. It seems like maybe an idea that might be able to happen, but I don't think trust that nigga that much. I'm sure a mafia nigga would have went to school with Tariq, probably got him situated, and then all right, then maybe we can work something out here, but I don't know if a mafia is just sending Tariq to fucking... Whatever prep school that was, choke. Choke. choke prep school. Like, all right, sell this certain amount, no, and bring it back to me. Da, da, da. No, but the thing is, Tariq is selling the drugs to them. He's the, he's supposed to be their plug. Yeah. So I don't I, I I don't I don't get how can you force to be somebody's plug? I mean, Jason is doing it with uh, Ghost, kind of like he's like, yo, you can kill Tommy, but just know you're gonna be my plug after you kill him because I need that. Like, you gotta fill this void. So I. I, I that's what powers is showing that they're gonna take storylines and do whatever the hell they want. They're all over the place. They're gonna try to make it work and try to make it make sense. But they can't pull the wool over my eyes. Power, I seen it. The equivalence of Jason, though, that would have been Tommy and Ghost telling Jason, "No, we're buying your drugs. <laughs> we need to buy your drugs. We we need it now." What? How how does that work? I do not understand how you can make how someone could force you to be the plug. Well, the guy's a guy sent him out here. First, we get the kid in there. Then we take over Tommy and Ghost somehow. I don't see how it's going to work, but hey. Yeah. If I'm Ghost, I'm like, yo, kill that nigga then. Shit. For a fact. <laughs> hey, yo, this Keep little nigga. Keep that little nigga. Shit. I will talk to you tomorrow. Try to get me killed anyway. Fuck that little nigga. Shit. Is the back door open? Like, you know <laughs> yo, I don't know if I'm going to react to that shit right there, but when, if somebody calls me to yo, leave the back door open off somebody in my house, like, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> and I'm going to walk out with Brock's daughter and take for ice cream? <laughs> this man's getting about to get killed, and you know he's getting killed. You're gonna take the, door, take the door for ice cream? Nah, son, I can't do that. Yeah. I'm, I don't know what about that. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I ain't taking the door for ice cream. Leave that much. <laughs> and then dropping off at the cousin's house. Oh, Yo, man. nah, yes. power. Tariq gotta go. Power, power, and I think keeping Tariq around is making sense. They just gotta hurry up and wrap the season up. Fact. Fact. Hurry up and wrap it up. Fact. Yeah, the fact, yeah, the fact that y'all extended the episodes, like y'all are giving me more of what I don't want. Like, so, like Yo, what I want right now is the end game. Facts. Like, nine, ten episodes. Y'all have been off Tariq. Y'all have been off Lala. People don't, people don't even care about it anymore. Like, all right, give it to Tariq. Give it to Lala. Give it to certain people. Then all right, just get to the nitty gritty between ghosts. And Tommy, they're literally dragging. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's get the last three episodes where those three people and Tasha, whatever, those three main folk, main people are going to be gunning it out and figuring things out. Like all this fluff in between now, got work against the mafia and shit. Oh like, yeah, it's it's great for the checks and everything for stars, but you can move this thing along a little bit. Hashtag time is up. Facts. 
They dragging it. I'm sure they wanted to drag it to try and compete with all these syndicated shows now coming on the new seasons and stuff. New episodes of Empire and other bad shows that are on TV, mm-hmm. but hey, I'm not a fan. And 50, don't you dare say this isn't the last season. Yeah, I saw that report. Cut it out. This is the last season I can watch. Cut it out. Yeah, nah. He's, nah, he is a marketing mastermind, 50. I'll give him that. He is. He, can jump, he can jump some marketing. Cut it out. Just changing the whole song and show trade songs and everything. Yes, I don't know whose idea that was. First, that's that was a bad a idea. Bad idea. <laughs> bad another, idea another one. Another <laughs> bad idea. You don't change it for the last season, bro. It was a good and bad idea because I think that that got so many people talking about. Like people still love power that much. I, I even called me on guard. Like, I didn't even realize it. I didn't realize the song. I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't realize the song. I didn't realize, realize it because I always watch HBO Go, so I just be fast forward. Fast. I always anyway. So I'm looking. I went on social media. I'm seeing everybody crying about the the theme song. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, not because as soon as the beat drops, it was a whole different beat. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even peep. I didn't even peep. I'm you, I fast forward till I see a face, and then it's like, all right, press play. Go back and watch episode one. Listen to that theme song. It is not. It's not good. As soon as you hear the beat drop, you look like, yo, what the fuck? Then you hear Trey Songz rapping. You're like, he's singing. No, what trigger? You want PTP too, Trick or Treat? Yeah, he's trying to sneak his way. Come back, Trick or Treat. Oh no, we we definitely gonna get him. There's a lot of R&B singers doing good things right now. And somebody tried to convince me that Trey Songz was still it. I said, Nah. Since when? What what year? He's still getting old. I'll give him that. He got all the holes. That man got a lot of holes. That's an R&B game. Any R&B cat can do that. Any form of singing, the singing, rapping stuff. Don't hear it. It's quiet right now. It's quiet. I heard a song on the radio that just. Turned off. I was just like, "Why is Chris why Brown? Here? Chris Brown couldn't give you a hit. He tried. <laughs> he tried to give you a hit briefly. He gets everybody hits. He gets everybody hits. <laughs> All right, man. We are gonna hold it right there and the, the past their prime segment. On that note, uh, I'm gonna give this one to Power, being that we had to talk about him for so long and let the people know how bad of a show it is. So, uh, yeah, Power, Courtney Kemp, any directors, creatives, anybody involved in the in the process of it, especially the actors, Ghost. PTP, all y'all. A nice, a nice stars dinner. It's on us. It's on. It's on PTP. So y'all, y'all go, y'all go enjoy that that staff lunch there. All right. So we're gonna leave it right there. As always, you can check out the episode up on the website www.pastairprime5.com. Social media, Instagram, and Twitter at pastairprime5. Keep interacting. Keep showing us love. E money for Coles who is not here. I'm your boy Johnny Dubs. It's your boy Slime with the summer house. You get me? It's your boy Combs. Shout out Arnold Prep. Waxing up on stepping at 36, 35. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, that no, 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 no,